Records taking over for the 99 in 2000. Tell you what the fuck you The bad jam, make a nigga spend his cash in. This last year, who was the best in? The bad jam, who was the best in? The bad jam, who was the best in? What's up, y'all? Hey, y'all. <laughs> Welcome to episode <laughs> 10, ten of the Yams. Ten. The Yams podcast. Yes. yes Back yes, with yes. another one. Uh, we got something special for y'all, but first we need to introduce our co hosts for today, our Yams. Well, first uh, off, y'all talking to Shell Bell? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we got to introduce your, ourselves true. first. True. <laughs> true. It's your girl, Shell Bell. It's AC. And we got our Yams. Yams. In the building. Again. Did y'all unmute yourselves? Y'all back? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we back. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Mr. B. Coles in the building. Hey. How you do? How you do? Hey. We got Mr. Laz. Hey. Hey, what's going on? Hey y'all! So we got we got something special cooked up for y'all today. Uh, it is again episode ten. So we thought we'd do something a little different, a little little lightweight for you. Um, so today's episode is all about the nineties. Um, that was a good time, y'all. Definitely a good time. Good time. I mean, I was still a child, but whatever. I enjoyed it anyway. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter. Um, and so, yeah, we, we're going, you know, have some, some of our stuff's going to be, you know, normal. We got our, some stuff we got to talk about, our hot tops, hot topics. Hot tops. Uh, but then we have some icebreakers and then our main topic and all of that. So it's going to be 90s focused today. So for those that cannot appreciate, too young to listen, you might, but you might not get it. Like, how can you not appreciate the 90s? Like, you got to be a real lame. Unless you're a 90s <laughs> baby, because y'all are lame, so. True. You're lame. But. If if you don't want to listen and learn, you're doing a disservice to yourself. Yeah. I mean, you don't know where yeah. you're going unless you know where you came from. Yeah. Oh. You, you was made in the 90s, nigga. You was made to, to what we about to talk okay. about. <laughs> Shout out to my little brother because he be so mad when I talk about 90s babies. I love him. He, he be so small. They do be so <laughs> Shout out to Mitch. He cracks me up. Well, I'm I'm barely an '80s baby, but again, whatever doesn't hey, matter. '84 right here doesn't matter. Dang, I just told everybody my age. That's all right. I'm that's the grandma right. of the crew, huh? That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's you might right. be the oldest. I, I am. Know you're the, older than no, me. I am the oldest. I'm older than everybody here. Oh, damn! I'm the baby. Yeah, oh, I'm guys. the old. I'm the old head. All right, but it's all good. We're gonna go ahead and get onto our icebreaker. Icebreaker. We had the sound at one time. We just laughing, man. We play. Play way too much. But whatever. So our icebreaker is going to be finish the lyrics, 90s R&B edition. So we're going to go around and ask uh, each of us pick two songs to finish the lyrics to. And we'll say our lyrics and, you know, whoever is the first to say them. We ain't even really keeping point. Oh, yeah, so you got finished the lyrics. I thought we just, uh, I thought we just guessing who it was. Oh, okay, that makes it even better. Gotta finish the lyrics. So, I mean, you gotta give us the song to the. Or do y'all want to okay. just guess the, the song? 
We can guess the song. Okay, we can guess the yeah, song. Yeah, that'll be it. Okay. Sometimes y'all, we, you know. All right. See how we do this shit on the fly? Yeah. We just be making shit up. We do. That one works. What'd you say, Laz? I say that works. That works. All right. Cool. Okay, cool. All right. So. I had to change a couple because that one. Was yeah, because if, if you don't know the song, how are you going to finish the lyrics? <laughs> True. <laughs> True. All right. So who want to go first? Laz, go first. <laughs> just out here calling assignments today. Yeah, because you, so you're the newbie. I'm just going to read you the lyrics, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's a doozy. It's, well, <laughs> it's going to be tough, Dad, going trying to read the lyrics without singing them. Yeah. And I, I know, can't right? sing. I know, and right? y'all don't want me to sing because I can't sing. I only sing in my car and in the shower. And Break stuff. out the vocal show. You know. So. I'll always think of you inside of my private parts. Excuse me, inside of my private thoughts. <laughs> I can imagine you. I know, I know that one. With just the thought of you, I can't help but touch myself. That's, cool. That's why I want you so bad. That's, That's Tony Braxton. You making me high. Come on, baby. Right. That all really remind me of uh, They Can't Yo, Fight the Rainbow Christmas. I was throwing a blank on that shit, real quick. <laughs> and the reason why I chose that is because she got this look when... Uh, when Bryce comes and you know they doing the cards, Bryce was fat. And like yeah, sure. when she pulls out the ten, she has like this look that's like it just says "I want you," but it's so subtle. Les was it just makes me, okay. it makes me jump inside, man. Ooh. Now Tony was looking <laughs> bad in that video though. Les with that white juicy. She was looking bad. His boxer briefs at the TV. Go and ahead, Les. Les was probably like what ten at the time or something. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, time. All right, who's next? I'll go next. Okay. What's my, uh, hold up. Oh, mine is too easy. I okay, ready? There you are, looking at me. I know this one. Tell me what you want this to be. It could be everything that your heart desires. All you got to do, stick around for a while. Y'all know it from there? I know it. I'm just waiting to see if they Unless you love on fire or some shit. Nah, there's so many things that I want to do. Take you all around. It's all up to you. If you take my hand and just follow me, there's no telling what we can be. Just you and me. Come on, y'all. That's total. I if don't you take my hand, no one else. See, it was like, I was so quick and I was bouncing the lyrics with you. Me too. Now I want to do a song, man. Come on, come on dog. <laughs> <laughs> take you all. Okay. Yeah. Y'all slacking, man. Y'all supposed to be sure. total and bad boy fans? Come yeah, on. I mean, I, I had it. It was like it was in my head, but I couldn't draw the song. Right, right, right. <sighs> so it sounded like we probably should have done this okay, as a battle of the sexes. Because right now, if we was keeping points, y'all be getting your ass beat again. Because uh, me and Andy make a good team. Like, we stay winning. Stay winning. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, so it's my turn. Yeah, go ahead. Um... You think that I don't know? Damn, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm trying to sing the song. Come right, on, buddy. That's your passing time with the guy next door. I gave you all that I had. Sing. You didn't love me one ounce. So like a basketball, I got a bounce. Sing. Sing. That is, um, so like a basketball. 
Oh, what is that song? It's in my head right now. I know it. Damn. I'm gonna hey, when I hear it. I know that song. I know it. What are you ready? Should we give up? Blaz, you know it? I know it. Nah. Damn it. it. It's gonna be it's making me mad because I Dave Hollister. I got I got to go. Uh, and that's my jam. That is my jam. And I was sitting over here singing I'm it. So oh. mad. I'm mad. That's my jam too. I'm so mad. All right, I guess it's my turn, my turn, my turn. I'm small now because I'm mad. Damn, how did I know that? Uh, all right. Friends ask how could I give myself to one who belongs to someone else. They just don't know your love's so good that they want it for themselves. Huh? You're going to kick yourself when you... When Do I- that again. Friends ask, how could I give myself to one who belongs to someone else? They just don't know your love so good that they want it for themselves. Do some more. <laughs> I gotta look it up. Damn, huh? Nobody knows? No. Friends ask, how could I give myself to one who belongs to someone else? Damn! <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wow, we're stupid. SWV. <laughs> we are dumb. <laughs> wow, how we not know that one? I gotta find another song. My other one so, is way too so easy. So we really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't we talk, talk about the nineties. Kids, babies need to learn something. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> and we all like, oh, nineties is our shit, and we like, oh. Harder but when, it's hard when, when you you're read just hearing the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you hear the song, that's one thing. Damn. All right, Laz, you back up. All right. This is easy. Everybody should get this. I'm mad. All right. Girl, you make me feel real good. We can do it till we both wake up. Oh, let's come to bed. I'm hooked on you. Yep. So you say, so you say, do it till we both wake up. How was I going to do that song? You do it in your sleep. Right, basically. Because that 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 line makes no sense. I never understood that. We can do it till we both wake up. I was going to do that song. What do you mean? To be funny. How does that work? Wow. I think it was corn. Whatever happened to them? I don't know. One hit wonders. They had two songs. They had I want to set yeah, you up. And oh, no, wait, that one, was that. No, they, they had, had that a, one. They had like a slower song. Yeah, they had a, and that like was my jam song. too. Um, uh, uh, Mia Moore or something like that. Yeah. That was my jam yeah. too. Uh, yep, you're right. All right, ready? Let me stop because I'll sit here and sing every last one of these songs. All right, I got mm. one. Ready? Ready. ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why you played on me wasn't that good enough for you. All those other girls you've been with can't do like I do. Gave you all my dough. When you needed it all the time. If you plan on leaving me again, then give me a sign. Well, I don't know that one. This is <sighs> somebody that we gonna tribute soon. Mm. Oh, this is wait, wait, wait. Yeah, this is Missy. Beat me now one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, girl. That is my jam. Oh no. <laughs> That's my girl. All right. 
My turn. Mm-hmm. All right. I know you want me, girl, just like I want you. So stop fronting like you don't when you do. So if you're feeling naughty, naughty. And if you really bout it, bout it. And if you're rowdy, rowdy, my love will make you shout it, shout it. I know that song. That's silk, if you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> if you feeling like loving me. Yep. Now, my, my sister, yo, I jammed the hell out of that album. That's to, uh, me too, man. That is the jam. That's uh, tonight, right? Yeah. That's a hell of an album, man. Wow, where do we get that? With the little like short bar headed dude. The first five, like the first five songs was bangers. It trickled down a little bit, but it was, yeah. it was still a solid album. They got an unsung coming on TV one soon. I oh, think that's what's up, man. Yeah, they're going to be the first episode on a new season. Yeah, man, my sister jammed the hell out of that. And that uh, next, welcome to Next to see, man. Yeah, Butter Love. Butter Love was my jam. Remember, that's when singles were still out. Single tapes and CDs and stuff. True. Mm-hmm. I, we banged the shit. Me and Lottie banged the shit out of Butter Love. Me, Lottie, and Siobhan in Virginia Beach maturity. <laughs> we was on a flash. And on the flash. The shit you know what? Butter Love. I heard If I Ruled the World the other day, and I will never in my black ass we life did forget that, shit. that routine. Y'all had the little blow up glow and everything. Why do I still remember that shit? Yeah, like that. That routine was the shit. We had I remember blow, it. We had to blow up, and I wasn't even on the squad, and I remember it. I still remember that whole day. And just had a, and y'all used to have a little things going around the circle, right? The little gloves. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the fucking yes. six flashes. See, even Booter knows the routine. Get it. <laughs> That was real. That was real. Whoa. Good ass times. <laughs> Damn. Whew. Good times, man. That was fun. <laughs> All right, we got one more. All right, guys. This is mine. It's hella easy, but we're going to do it anyway. <sighs> All right. Boy, I promise you, if we keep bumping heads, I know that one of these days, we go hook it up, probably talk on the phone. But see, I don't know if that's good. I'm going to just stop because y'all know the rest. That's uh, Aaliyah. Yeah. Yeah. Are you that somebody? Yeah. Yep. I should do that one first. Remember everybody used to do the routine? The dance? Everybody and their great-grandma knew the routine mm-hmm. that I did. We did a dance to that on the fucking, um, at West Junior High. Of course y'all did. Yep, Miss Lisa was our coach. We did a dance to that shit, too. The little, her little part with the little mm-hmm. fans. Yeah, that was lit. I remember that. That was lit. And I think we did it on the flashes. <laughs> flashes did everything, okay? All of it. <sighs> that was fun. Good times. Oh, guys. Oh, uh, all right. Well, that was our icebreaker. Word. Okay. You want to break, break it down? Right. Icebreaker. <laughs> 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 and I, Man, I was so disappointed with the sound effects. I know. <laughs> You're supposed to have them on a the laptop. You just hit a button now. You're supposed to just do it. Just do it. I know. I know. And that's a shame because I got. I was playing with them the other day, too. Um, See, we got them a little bit in the background. There they go. <laughs> Um, well, hey, at least we opened up with the greatest song of the fucking 90s, so. True. At least we did that. The greatest. Like, my grandkids <laughs> are going to be so impressed by the fact that I know that song. I'm going to be 95 years old, so backing it up, so. In my little hover round. Can you, we just, real quick, can we just talk about how great that video was? Oh, my God, it was so ratchet. It was ratchet, and it just looked like everybody stank and smelled like just booty sweat and just. And gumbo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And black black hair. But I gel. loved it. 
just weave everywhere. Yeah, come on, freeze like, curls. It was nothing but freeze curls yeah. and French rolls in that video. Niggas look like they ball stink and just <laughs> <laughs> <just> everybody sweat. <laughs> that whole set just just smelled like bad decisions. Like, but it was the shit. I loved it. It was good time. It was. That was a staple. It was. <laughs> Honestly, that should probably go in the hymn book. Absolutely. It really should. Absolutely. But um, in the history book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what y'all got now? Uh, we oh. got some hot topics to talk about. So I don't know how much y'all want to participate, but you know, I mean, of course, this isn't '90s edition because you can't yeah. talk about shit that's hot from the '90s. Um. So what we gotta talk about? So, okay, so I know we didn't cover... Have you been watching Love & Hip Hop Miami? Yeah. Okay. Um, what's the last one I think, What happened? Oh, can we talk about... We did... Can we talk about... Um, what's the show? Goddamn. Grownish. We can talk about that. Why is that show so cute? That show is adorable. Oh, my God. And the last episode was so real. It hit me right in my little feels. Oh, my feels, gosh. Like... My grown-ass feels. And, and, it, and it, it's not even just teenage stuff because... That's real. You need a good group of friends that's going to take your phone off you when yes. you're ready to text a nigga that you're supposed to be done with. Yes, because I am queen of texting niggas I'm supposed to be done with. Me too. Um, or some drunk stuff or just like, you you just don't want to call them. Yeah. And you don't need bad. to. And they're like, Poor hey. Zoe. You look all right, so first of all, what the hell happened? Y'all just rambling about, like, we all supposed to know what y'all talking I'm about. Sorry. <laughs> we didn't want to give the show away for people that watch it, but I mean, fuck it. All um, right, so the last two episodes, the... This week's episode, okay, last week's episode, um, <laughs> Zoe and her little boyfriend were going through this little thing, and her, her boyfriend is like a star basketball player on a college team or whatever, and he had to make some <laughs> The hell? Bruh. <laughs> I'm good. Um, you're making all that rocket. Yeah. Making all oh, that damn rocket. Yes. <laughs> Oh, my bad. So, what was it? Like, he had to make a decision on where he wanted their relationship yeah, to he go. Wanted to, he wants to enter the draft. And so, he had to decide. He made a public announcement that he was going to take Zoe with him when he goes into the NBA. And, and, yeah. And she's not quite yeah. ready for all of that. And then, for him to publicly make that decision. And she's like, uh, okay. But, like, are you sure? And stuff like that. And then, I don't know. It just seemed like he was doing all that shit for show. And he really, really wasn't sure. But he thought he was sure and all the shit. So it was just confusing. They ended up breaking up. Yeah. And so, so she's in her feelings about the breakup. Yeah. And then this past week's episode, um, you know, she's upset about the breakup. She ain't showering and shit like that. And her friends are like, bitch, shit. <laughs> you know, she and her bed getting fat, eating all the snacks. Her friends are like, all right. That's mm, my life. On yeah. Basis. Okay. Like, Every day. Whatever. Her friends are like, look, you got to get up. Um, get moving, and then she finds out that he hung out with uh, Zoe Kravitz and shit like that. And she's like, "Oh my god, he's with another Zoe, and she looks like me, or she her name is the same, and all this shit like that." So they have like a little powwow after the lights go out, and she's getting drunk, and they try to get her to go out, but she's like talking about, "I'm going to call him because he's going out with somebody else, and how dare he do this?" And they're like, "Bitch, you look fucking crazy. Don't do that shit." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was just one of them episodes where it's like it just felt real because. You need them friends that's like, hey, bitch, pull your shit together. Sit your ass the fuck down because you look dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga is over here doing what he do, and you're up here looking dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a really episode about friendship. Yeah. But the show is cute anyway, like, just for teenage life. And if you've ever been to college, it's very relatable. Like, it just kind of brings back some memories. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. 
Yeah, on like college life and stuff like that. Like it's just it's cute. And the one episode where she had the the two of them, uh, what was it? Tra- what's his name? Aaron. Aaron and, and the, the other, other dude. Yeah, I can't remember his name. She was trying to date both of them at the same time. You got she caught. Got caught. <laughs> like the shit's hilarious. It is. Like it, it is. just touches on a lot of different things. It's funny. It's cute so far. But um, she just turned eighteen yesterday. Did she? Mm-hmm. I love her. I told you that's so my smart. little cousin. Yeah. That's my little cousin. You're right. I so, forgot. Yeah. Um, Happy birthday, little cuz. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of, I don't mean to throw it off topic, but speaking of your little cousin, did you hear that uh, Khalees Bitch. tried to readjust the child support payment? Bitch. Okay. Like, she already, so she already gets 8K a month. Mm hmm. So that's 96k a year now knight is only eight years old mm-hmm. and so i guess because she see him doing stuff in front of the orchestra and you know he's like the hennessy spokesman and all this stuff she's basically saying like well, when chair. they settled that agreement three mm-hmm. years ago he wasn't making what he's making now so i need to adjust it i just feel and like so, that's ridiculous I'm like, man, if you can't raise, if you can't, if 96K is not enough for an eight-year-old for a year, I don't, I, I think, like, you should be filing for custody, Nas, if she can't take care of him 8K, 8K a month. I agree. Like, only eight years old, man. And I feel like, I mean, I know we talked about, like, you know, Jill Scott's husband and Ken doing all that. I just feel like anybody who needs that much money, you're that's ridiculous. You're being ridiculous. You don't need that much money a month. And your whole ass married again with another kid. Like, why do you need that much money for an eight-year-old every month? You're crazy as hell. Yeah, I, I just, I, I that just, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. Um, it, it just comes off as bitter to me. I don't understand. Yeah, why I mean, she already because they already were going through something where she did. She's denying him visitation. Yeah, already. they had to go to court like a couple months ago where they had to come, yeah. with, come up with another agreement where he gets certain weekends out of the year and, and certain holidays and stuff like that. And it, that's just that's crazy to me. I don't understand why anybody mm-hmm. needs that much money a month. For an eight-year-old? Outside of your motherfucking mind. My thing is you want my money, but you don't want me to give my time. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. And, yeah, the, and the crazy thing is, I thought they were so cute together. And I actually like police, but like now you're getting on my nerves. I, just, I, don't, I don't like stuff like that. You're crazy. Yeah. Well, at least Nikki's right. already a picture. Yeah, if I heard dumbass too. <laughs> but I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why he had to get the kicker to the side for just for him to see his son, probably because she yeah. was she was probably acting up about that. Probably, probably, probably. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's a lot of the reason why. And bottom line, if you need that much, he should just come with live live with me. I agree. No. Yeah, I agree. Hell, ninety six thousand. I'll take care of the yeah. ass. Okay, I'll keep them. That's crazy as hell. <clears throat> I don't understand why, but speaking of the orchestra thing, I watched it, and I, you know, I was at home like loving it, loving life. I wanted to watch it. I fell asleep that night. Then I don't. I never knew when it came on again. Yeah, it, it came on like that next day, I think. But I was like, oh, this is dope. But you know, that's that's day anyway. So, but anyway. What's next? <laughs> um, can we talk about y'all's Uncle Quincy? What the hell? Is he about mm-hmm. to die? 
I mean, and I hope not, but I'm just I mean, saying, you know how old people get whatever you do. I mean, shit, let it, keep spilling that shit. All this shit need to be known. It's, I mean, no, this pretty much fucking a, a lot of people already knew about a lot of shit, but I don't see the problem with it. This shit is fucking hilarious. I don't necessarily see a problem because I'm enjoying the hell out of it, but you running all of this uh, business, what you been doing, Quince? That's what I say. He running everybody's business but his. Nigga said the Beatles suck. He said Jimi Hendrix is a punk. Michael Jackson that stole the shit. <laughs> fucking Richard Pryor. But, like, Richard Pryor in the secret, because he already said in his comedy standards that he was fucking niggas. And then yeah, Morgan Gay was getting fucked by everybody. Yeah. One of their ex-wives confirmed Richard that Pryor. happened. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But he, I mean, like I said, in some of his comedy standards. Uh, they said, do enough cocaine, you fucking radiator. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, do a send the flowers in the morning. So, you know. He's just like, and then they were saying people kept saying, "Well, ask Tevin Campbell this and that." So Tevin Campbell came out with like, "Well, now everybody's saying that he was this and that, and I don't know, blah 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 blah. He never did this." I'm like, well, "Where the fuck he come from?" Right. <laughs> wait, Tevin, Tevin V. Campbell. Yeah, he yeah. came. He said that little thing on Twitter, like everybody's saying this and that, and blah 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 blah. He never did any of this to me, and people were on. I'm like, okay, well, where the fuck did you come from? Who dug him up? Okay. He looks terrible. Well, I think because of what y'all what y'all were saying, like, what have you done? So people were questioning what Quincy was doing. Was was yeah. Everybody else was doing, and that's how that got brought. And then the nigga was saying because, that he, uh, oh, sorry, Les. <laughs> oh, no, because, you know, people were talking about, well, why don't somebody ask him about what Tupac said about Yeah. Tupac said that Quincy, you know, tried to, you know, come at him. So that's where the Tevin Campbell thing came from because people were saying, well, if you're spilling everybody else there, I heard that you tried to rape Tevin Campbell. Yeah. So that's why Tevin came up with, nah, you know, whatever. So Then um, Quincy was saying that he was getting drugs off of Malcolm X back in the day and all this. <laughs> well, I mean, that's true. I just know as Detroit Red and when he was working with Red Fox on the train, like he talked about that in his autobiography. Yeah. So like that kind of stuff ain't surprised. Nah. If he did, <clears throat> you know nah. what I'm saying? Like that. Mm, you know what I mean? Uh, as far as the Beatles, that shit was funny. He just called them some no playing motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> he, said they was he, was about the, he was talking about the drummer. They said that it was, that's, I mean, confirmed to be true. Everybody makes fun of Ringo. Yeah. Yeah, they said the original got kicked out of the band and they just brought him along. Like, uh, you my nigga, you come be the drummer or some shit. Oh, damn. <laughs> I need to come up like that. Like, I yeah, realize I you can't Family guy, somebody else made fun of Ringo. So, Ringo has always been a joke. Even on Sister Act. True. They were talking about yeah. naming, uh, John, Pa, yeah. George, and yeah. Ringo. Ringo! Ringo. <laughs> so, yeah, he's always been a punchline. So, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. yeah, man. Quincy, um, I don't know. I don't, but the way I guess if, the, if you were asking the right questions, maybe you would get those answers. I mean, you know, I guess somebody got to be brave enough to ask him since he want to, you know, just say whatever comes about. But my thing is, I don't think it has anything to do with him dying because I mean, like, I just think that I don't know. I guess people kind of interested in you know what he has to say and they asking him and he's just telling it how he sees it not dying but you know how folks always trying to come up with some you know something to keep their keep themselves i guess relevant right before Mm -hmm. they come up with something else like they're right before they're about to release something he releases something 
I mean, and these are just some hotlines. I forget what his, I mean, hot takes to, you know, to promote to promote it, but he releasing something soon. Okay. I think it's a documentary or something. Oh, okay. But the way he was dodging the one, like, some of the questions, I forgot what the one dude asked him. He said, yeah, something, 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 blah, 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 blah. He's like, you like Brazilian music? I hollered. I said, this nigga is dodging them questions. <laughs> and then, but you see how he dodged the Bill Cosby question. Like he was telling everybody else the stuff, and then the dude asked about Bill Cosby. He said something. He's just like, yeah, can't speak on that publicly. Mm. Next question. Yeah, the nigga's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. I was yeah. cracking up. Yes, yeah, as, uh, as soon as Bill passed on, oh, yeah, all them beans. Them beans are coming out. I said, ah, uh, Quincy. Them beans is spilling. spilling. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I wonder if Trump mad about that Ivanka thing. He probably. Oh yeah, because he did say he was. He got. She got the best legs or some shit like that. That's, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's creepy. That is hella creepy. Speaking of Bill Cosby, but the, anyway. But shit, Trump said that about her too, or some shit like that. Yeah, Trump. Creepy. Like, there was a whole it? thing on uh, with Trevor Noah saying <laughs> Trump wants to fuck his daughter. <laughs> the way he hugs her and all that stuff, man. This is creepy. Yeah, it's definitely weird because he has a whole other daughter that he pays no attention yeah. to at all. <laughs> That's disgusting. Um, so what else we got to talk about? I, I, I am hesitant to touch this uh, past the Curtis mm. subject. Yeah, well, this that could be a whole podcast. We could, we could. It could, it. it could, and I, I mean, we have every intention to kind of save it. For later, all I'm gonna say yeah, trying is to that some of the, the past, yeah, the petty past is on here. Yeah, all I'm gonna say is that ahead, everybody needs to mind their own damn business. Like, cause if especially <clears throat> if you're not one of the folks that's putting money in the plate, then what you worried about? If you don't even go there, if the members ain't complaining, if you don't then e- shut your ass up, if you don't even go to church, be quiet. Just okay, shut up. okay. Because if I can afford to drive a Bentley. They take it from the community. What you give in front of the community? Oh, first okay. Of first of all. But, man, like I said, we could, we could man, let's, yeah. let's just cut we this. Got, we, yeah. could, we, we could stop for hours for all this shit. I'm just real quick. I just want people to get out of this hood mentality. Ooh, like, yes, if y'all don't want to get your ass out the hood, then okay. But don't be mad at him because he's making his money. And that's all I'm going to say on that. But, but I'm saying, like, people, it's just, like, just the, the facts. Like, people, like, really is, like, they got blinders on. They only see things one way they think. Yeah. Because yeah. he's a pastor. Like, he only makes money. Like, the dude, I heard the dude owns businesses. He's yeah. owners of, like, certain businesses. He got a Like book. I said, I was telling y'all, the church I go to, the pastor got his own radio show. He writes his own books. Mm-hmm. He writes, he does all types of stuff to generate money outside of, Straight Whatever he does of. for the church or mm-hmm. does, you know, his brings his service to the church. So it's like, yeah, he may not get taxed for the church stuff, but I'm pretty sure they get taxed for all the other stuff. Right. They pay taxes. They act like, oh, he doing all this under the tax free and he don't pay. Man, they pay taxes on, on stuff outside of the church. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Nigga shit. And this is always they, the niggas. Hating the black history, hating on another black man. Yeah, black yeah, like, he ain't supposed to ride his car, drive his car wherever he wants to. Why would he bring that in the hood where everybody's broke? Well, why not? He yeah, can I gotta, drive his car wherever he wants to. I got to drive a Ford Focus to church. Right, so. yeah. just, yeah. Please, just, everybody just so everybody else Jeez. don't feel uncomfortable. Like, y'all better go mm-hmm. ahead somewhere. Mm-hmm. What's he doing for the hood? How many of y'all is up here talking about not snitching on somebody? So, what you is know that what I'm saying? doing for the hood? Yeah, and my yeah. thing is, if you never step foot in the church to even see what type of office services that they're offering to the community, then you really can't say shit. Because Mount Arid, 
you know, people have their gripes about Mount Aired or whatever, but they're they're doing their thing. I mean, they're the biggest church in Pittsburgh for a reason. So, I mean, if you don't understand that or if you don't know the ins and outs of the church, then that's on you. But it's definitely wrong for people to assume that just because he's driving a Bentley that he's automatically stealing from the church. What type of shit is that? And then that's any church. People just had their, their reservations about all churches and pastors anyway. I personally, like, I, I think the man's a good pastor. Like... He can yeah. preach his butt off. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But people got to mind their business and come up off of the small-minded mentality that they have. But that's Pittsburgh anyway. Pittsburgh is a small city. Crabs in the barrel. And if you see anybody driving anything other than a certain type of car, then it's like, oh, how you get that? And mm-hmm. Man, good night, man. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> okay, well, we're going to move on from that because, again, yeah. we could go all day. <laughs> um, but we definitely got to get, you know, if we can, pop in like Nate. To run the ins and out of how churches work. Yeah. Because they, they preach. Yeah. So we're going to hold on to some more stuff about yeah. that. Um, I don't know if anything's happened in the TV world. Like, um, nothing really interesting happened. Super Bowl happened. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the Eagles, man. I'm so glad they brought down what's his name. I hate Tom Brady anyway. So I'm, man, I'm actually happy for them. still up in smoke. Yeah, I'm actually happy for them. Shout out to them. So... I think that's it. Is that it? That's it. That's all I got. There was some shit that happened this weekend that I was like, damn, if we did this shit Friday, we wouldn't have been able to talk about it, but I can't remember right now. Damn it, Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> I, had a, I had a busy day yesterday, man. Yeah, how was you the did. party? Real quick. The party was great, man. It was a real good turnout. It was nice. You know, family members came in. Uh, all the kids had a good time. Like I said, it was at, uh, the party was at the Children's Museum, so... And we had a we had a bounce house inside our party room, so you know the kids would bounce around and that. And after like the party time was over, they was able to go out in the Children's Museum and play around. It's like a big, it's like a big ass playhouse building. Oh, that's nice. And yeah. They, uh, Shout out to Club. They, Happy they, they, birthday, babe. Yeah, the Big Five. True. That's important. <laughs> that is a special time of year. Um, I saw Stacey Dash say she's running for Congress. Like, girl, find the nearest seat available, because no one, and I mean no one, is voting for you. Uh, I can't think of anything else that happened. Shall I mean, Amorosa trying to, you know... Oh, clear her name? Ciao. Nobody cares. It's too, it's too late, sis. It is way too late. Nobody like, cares. We didn't already drag your ass for filth, and so you might as well just stay where you are, because none of us really give a shit anymore. None of us. We was talking about Amorosa. Oh, oh yeah, girl boo. <laughs> we don't feel bad. For like sit down. Escape changed their name. Yeah. We well, yeah, heard about that. How the hell do you change your name after you do a reunion? I mean, you really ain't existing no more. I mean, <laughs> nah, man. Nah, for, yo, they got to deal with CCA, and CCA is like huge. Like they, they got like some real management behind them. Um. So I was shocked that CCA was somebody that picked them up because they like international with it. But yeah, so it's just them minus candy, and they yeah, just switched yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So instead of they still escape, but instead of an E at but the end, they got a three. Hand. Oh, okay. So that's Uh-oh. cute or whatever. I mean, that's I'm nice. kind of not really interested in their reunion. Yeah, I don't, or in I don't really music. care. They can stand up and sing the all the old shit for you yeah, know. As I far still as don't care. Shit. I don't want to see Tiny's aunt booty walking across the stage. No, not aunt. <laughs> Have you seen the videos? And she's like got an ant butt. I don't want to see that. <laughs> ant butt. Walking around looking like goofy. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody made sushi out of hot dogs. That's gross. I've seen that. That's disgusting. People get creative, don't they? Mm-mm, I don't know if I'd call that creative. Hey, well. I, don't, I wouldn't call that sushi. I mean, right, <laughs> <laughs> <That's> it's <laughs> crazy. That's People be making anything. I'm sitting here on baller alert because you said there's some stuff happen that we need to talk about and you only. No, it was was just something that, like a a hot topic that I said, damn, we probably could talk about that, but it's all good. Let's get to the main topic. All right, let's jump into it. Main topic. So, like I said earlier, this episode is all about the 90s. And so, what we've decided to do for our main topic is um, we're going to kind of just. Debate some things. Um, so we have some different categories. Each of us picked something from that category, and we just gonna hash this shit out. Like, what what was the best? Or want to punch in gloves? True, because it's, it's about to get pretty real in here. So, um, but like before, kind of like before we get into that, like, what was y'all's best memories? I guess of the nineties. Like, what would y'all want to, I guess, kind of relive again? I mean, it's so much stuff. Like I said, this majority of our childhood, like from... Like in Christian Center. From six, from six to 16, that's, that's, I mean, that's a lot that's of... a huge chunk. That's a lot of memories. Yeah. I would say West Junior High was a good time. Like in yeah. Christian Center was fun. Man. We used to have a good time. It's so much stuff, man. It's way too much. I remember playing um, one summer, like literally every night we played Release the Den on Camp Avenue. That shit was so lit. So lit. And that was like, for me, I'll probably forever remember that because it was literally every night our porch was the den. And you just saw niggas flying up and down the street. You don't even see kids play like that. No, kids don't play outside. No. I remember me, Mike, and Siobhan Alotti, we used to play up and down Fifth Street all the time. And we used to make up all kind of games. And I remember we made up this game called Drive Battle. And so we, <laughs> Not Drive Battle. We made up a game called Drive Battle. And every time a car would ride up the street, we would hide behind Lottie's grandma's car and scream Drive by. <laughs> don't, like, I don't even know where the shit came from. What was the, where were the adults? Drive Because I feel like this is, a, this is a, a difficult. I don't even know. I don't know. But you know what I think about a lot too, like the music that we listen to, a mm-hmm. lot of the lyrics. Why do we know this shit as listen. children? Okay. So remember Lil Kim's hardcore album? Oh Lord. Why the fuck was I singing the lyrics to Not Tonight? The the real version? Yeah. At fucking what was that, ninety six? I was like twelve. Yeah. yeah and I'm singing I don't like... want dick tonight. At twelve years old, <laughs> like, what the, the fuck was I singing? That was terrible. That's that's still today ever plays. Like it was on a road trip. I can't really give her the Oscar because I give her the Oscar, she's gonna play some fucking little Kim. So I mean, Still it's like she, that's the first thing. That's her first go to. She goes to Little Kim Hardcore. Like she plays the, the first couple of I mean songs. Then she goes like like back, she was like a nine or ten. So like <laughs> like little. I mean, it's a lot of stuff that people talk about. Like these kids and what they listen to and all this shit. I'm like, man. The shit was way worse than yeah. when we was young. Like, think about, like, when, like, Snoop came out. Yeah. All these people then. Think about, like, when we got to, like, junior high, you got fucking, you got Little Kim, you got Akinelli put in your mouth. Oh you got a whole God. bunch of, whole bunch of damn 
vulgar ass shit. We just like we were singing that like that shit wasn't cool. No, I'm, listen, I'm growing a shit in the lyrics to put it in put your it mouth. Put it in your still mouth. Still uncomfortable. I'm like, yeah. oh my god. When we used to be at Quake, we used to dance at that, and then the part when they'd be like, "You can eat me." We used to go so hard at that part. Like, wow, we was terrible. That was horrible. Yeah. And we would go so hard at that part. Everything would be quiet, and then that part came on, and all the girls, you can eat me. Oh, my God. That was terrible. Awful. Shenanity's house parties was probably spot. some of the best the best, uh, best memories. House parties. We're playing with Re- Release the Doom. Yep. Community days. Community days. Oh, I wasn't old enough to uh, house parties. Cabal's house used to be the spot for that. Um, yeah. And I remember Mark Malloy had a couple parties. I never, like, everybody say Kowal's party. I never went to none of her parties for some reason. I, I don't know where I was at, but, like, they used to talk about it. It's like, I don't know why I went never there. Remember the hi hat down Brad are going to add? Yeah, hi hat. Um, fuck, uh, what other damn, what else had house parties? Damn. That was just, like, uh, up on, in North Brad all the time, too. Uh, like on Stokes or uh, Low Bing or somebody. Somebody used to have house parties up there a lot. I just miss the whole thought of a house party, period. Because yeah. now, if you somebody have a house party, first of all, I'm not going. Second of oh, all, yeah. you got to worry about, like, this might be the last time you go yeah. out ever because niggas don't know how to act. So I it's just the whole party dynamic as a whole is just different. different. I remember me, Caval, Danielle Stewart, Tanisha, um, AC, remember somebody else. We used to really just walk around ranking and bread off after school. No real destination. Yeah, just, just walking walk. around. Yeah. Just cause. Yeah. After school, like, I, we was in, what, like, eighth ninth grade? That was the thing to do. Just because. And I, I remember when Malik was born, I don't know why I thought the shit was cute, but I would, like, walk around with him in the stroller. <laughs> you know how girls would be walking with the stroller mm-hmm. and shit? That was, that was me. I had Malik in the stroller walking around, you know, I guess looking like I was somebody's mother. I don't... <laughs> who the fuck thought that was okay? Um, was so, you in Alabama or Virginia in the 90s? Yes. I Man, I was everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you was the military baby. Yeah, so like a lot of my memories uh, is like where I was stationed at, or you know, uh, stuff like that. Like I just always happened to be like, for instance, when the Chronic came out, I just happened to be in California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good thing. Uh, <laughs> when Southern Playlistic came out, mm-hmm. I just happened to be. In Savannah, um, but I missed a lot between '95 and '97 because I was stationed in Korea. So mm-hmm. between those two years, you know, outside of pocket Biggie dying and shutting down the school, um, you know, I missed a lot of those two years. So I had to come back and play catch up when I came back to the states. Uh, after being in Korea for two years, especially with music, because, you know, like, if you wasn't on the Billboard Top 100, they didn't show your video on Saturday. So I had to go back. I had missed a lot. Like, the whole Tribe Called Quest and uh, Red Man, uh, a lot. Hell, I even missed AT Aliens. Like, I missed yeah. out. So Riding sorry. dirty, UGK. I missed out on a lot. I had to play catch up like crazy. Like the first person I hit up was my cousin, my cousin Quay. He lived in uh 
Columbus, Georgia. And like when I used to go to Mobile to go see my grandma, he was around. I used to just ask him, yo, just give me all the music because I had missed so much. So, yeah, man, like, so for me, a lot of my memories are like, uh, pretty much home base is my grandma's crib in Mobile. So, you know, a lot of my memories from the 90s, uh, going to the Candy Lady, um, <laughs> going to the, what we call the Candy Ladies in the Bill. Like Shout out to Miss Nana and Miss Sis, RIP. Shout out to the Candy Ladies. Or going to what we call the Listo. Um, but we couldn't go by ourselves because, you know, gangs were around there. You know, it was a lot of, a lot of GDs and stuff that came from Chicago and they got family in Alabama. So, you know, they brought that with them mm-hmm. and like, but it was still a cool spot to go to just to get some candy and stuff. But you just had to, you know, couldn't go by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as games we used to play, uh, we all played, you know. My grandma lived off of Interstate 45 in Mobile, so um, all the cars used to go by. You know, we used to play That's My Car. <laughs> like that. uh, um, I remember it was this dude, this dude named Chris. I'll never forget him. He used to come from two blocks over just to come and get me when he found out I was in town and asked me to spell shit. <laughs> 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 Yo, every time I came home, they were like, oh, yeah. Hey, man, spell, spell ridiculous. <laughs> like, he want me to spell this shit. And they, they were just like, you know, you smart kid, man. You know how to spell shit. So, you know, I just I just like asking you to spell stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Uh, like Eddie Murphy on, uh, on life. Yeah, basically. Read my letter. You know how to read. <laughs> but yeah, man, so a lot of my memories is pretty much traveling, some of the stuff that was going on, and then coming back to Mobile to kind of catch up on everything that was going on in the States. Um, a lot of my favorite memories have to do with uh, stuff like TV shows and stuff like Power Rangers. Power Rangers. You know, Dragon Ball Z. That ended when I was in Korea. Uh, Power Rangers is my shit. I, I love the Power Rangers, the black one. So, Hell yeah! So you know stuff like that. My stuff had more to do with like, um, cause I, you know, I didn't belong to a community for real, for real. You know, like y'all did that, that y'all came up in, and so stuff like going to the, the you know house parties and stuff like that. I was always a new kid, you know, and I was only there for mm-hmm. like, I bounced. So you know, for me, um, it was more so like you know memories of, you know, just stuff that I did personally. And uh, yeah, yeah. little TV shows and stuff like that, but it was still, you know, still a good time. You know, I still love it. True, man. I had some good time on the flashes. I don't care that y'all called us together, team. I don't care, man. It was some good ass times on the flashes, man. I bet. <laughs> I remember I cheered for all three. I, had, I cheered for Brad. Ock. First, I cheered for Willow Hills. Then I cheered for Brad Ock, and then I cheered for Swissville. I might Brad Ock was only. Brad Ock was hood as shit, but we Brad was out Ock here was winning stuff, though. Yeah, we Brad won them Ock little competitions. I played for Swissville. I had to start late. I played for Swissville like a couple years, and I played for Wooden Hills my last year. 
Everybody started but, uh, off with uh, then y'all got bougie and left and went to uh, Willow. No, nah, like I didn't. Um, like I was supposed to play for. Uh, this is one. This one story. All right, I think I was what in like fifth or something. Fifth or sixth grade, and um, like I was going to go to Woodland Hills before Swissville, and uh, Kareem was like, uh, "Man, you should come to Swissville, man." And um, I think we was in that little ranking summer program, summer school program. Mm-hmm. You should come to Swissville, man. We all going, we all going to be on there. And uh, sorry, I come to Swissville. I hear he had one of the hills. He's like, man, I ain't had no control, man. Billy D and, and and Mark, they wanted to go to Woodland Hills, so I had to go with them. That's like, oh, man, I was, I was yeah. stuck on <laughs> Good times, man. True. All right. Yeah, but um, I only played like three years of like rec football league. Like the first couple of years, like. Shit, I think I said this shit before. Like, um, growing up, everybody always said I had a bad attitude and shit. So they wouldn't let me play. So, like, but I would have to go. I would go to every football practice with Pop. I would, like, he, like, he started off, like, at six, playing at Wilkinsburg. His dad used to take him to Wilkinsburg a lot, like, the first couple of years. But, you know, Wilkinsburg had a lot of gang stuff. So, like, yeah. one time, they was walking from practice, and um, they was, like, almost caught, like, in the middle of a drive-by or something. Mm. So um, that's when he ended up coming to Swissville. But even when he came to Swissville, I'm still every day I'm going to practices. Imagine what that do to a fucking kid, like six, seven, eight years old. They you going to every practice with them, you you watching them, you going to every game, but they telling you you can't fucking play because you got a bad attitude, right? Or you like to fight all the time and shit, like like I would. <laughs> so I ain't get a, I ain't get to play till I was like ten or eleven, just off like. Just all right. You finally, we think you. Uh, I guess you could say he ain't mature enough to play without <laughs> something popping off, or whatever. Wait, man, that shit was bullshit, man. <laughs> Damn, Booter. So I played like a year or two at Swissville. Then I played one year at Willing Hills, and that was that was it for me. I could have played one more year at Willing Hills, but I decided like I'm one of them young niggas that was uh, I'm in a grade ahead of where I was supposed to be, so. Like when all my friends was in ninth grade, I'm like, I'm not going to not play with them and, and play midget midget football while all my friends in ninth grade, so I play ninth grade ball. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Your little mean ass. Right. <laughs> Damn. Man, that's fucked up, man. Imagine what that do to a kid, man. It's how you can't play play like for three or four years yeah. straight because you got a bad attitude. Well, you have to get your shit I, together. <laughs> I ain't had no bad attitude. I, I mean, I used to. Who don't like to fight? Everybody like to fight. Would <laughs> <laughs> you was just going on the Somebody <laughs> say something wrong. I mean, you got to switch. I mean, everybody. I mean, like I said, at a certain age, you might say something. What you well, what you want to do? And we just we can swing it. You was going to have a problem. That was like uh, what Sad said on a. Uh, Kings of Comedy, you was out there skating uh-huh. with no with no stick, just out there <laughs> looking for an issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wish. Yeah. yeah, I push it. Look, they got silk right there. That sure is. Is this their unsung? Oh, know. it is. It's about to start on next Sunday. Oh, mm, okay. I'm going right. to check that out. Y'all ready to get into All these Let's get into these topics. Yeah. yeah, let's let's uh let's fight. Let's argue. True. <laughs> Hashtag, let's argue. Let's argue. <laughs> All right. So, first up, 
we have favorite sitcom. So, uh, we got Living Single, Fresh Prince, Wayne's Brothers, and Martin. I know. I, I already know who won hands down. Fresh Prince is in there. No. Living Single. Hands down. Martin is the best. They ain't did no tribute to Living Single. They probably never going to do a tribute Nigga, to Living Single. Uh, no hip-hop honors or nothing. Martin got hip-hop honors so, and all types of what? shit. He, he did, did you see how whack that shit was, though? They still, they still want to do a damn reboot 50 years and later. And the shit's going to be terrible. Living Single. Living Single. They don't want to do it. Which, which, uh, which show do they want to do a reboot of any of them shows? Does it matter? The shit's going to be fucking whack. It's going to be terrible. They might as well I mean, I said it's going to be whack, too, but ain't nobody demanding a reboot of Living Why Single. Why do they want to do it? Because them niggas need money. Oh hell no! Rich. <laughs> Cause fucking Gina needs money. Cause her and her husband broke as fuck. And technically, they, they can't they do a, a reunion, of, a reboot of Fresh Prince because ain't no Uncle Phil. Yeah. So that's so, why that option has. There ain't no Tommy, and there ain't gonna be no Cole. But you can't but have still... Fresh Prince without Uncle Phil. Uncle nope. Phil made the show. What Tommy, Tommy Phil was a sidebar character that just so Will, happened to Will be funny. Will could be the new Uncle Phil no, if they no. really wanted to no, do no. it. No. Living Single, Living Single was the best show because first of all, all of them niggas was in they. I ain't have to call them niggas because <laughs> they're not niggas. Okay, <laughs> so you had Khadija, Regine, Max. Sinclair was goofy, but still, uh, Kyle and Overton. That's what I can't count. Six people. Six. I mean, it's more it's six, more relatable six, to you now than it six, was back then. Whatever. Six black people. Okay, <laughs> all in their twenties. Career-minded, they had their little thing going on, okay, doing their thing. Khadija was the owner of her little brownstone and her own magazine. Okay, but see, Mm -hmm. Living Single took the wind out of my sails because, like I posted the other day, I didn't realize that they were in their twenties. Meaning, I'm out here doing bad. They out here owning (laughs) businesses and shit, and I look at my life and I'm like, well, goddamn, it do. Where have I been? It does make you feel dumb now because, like, damn, they was doing their thing. You know what I mean? But see, I think now I look at it now because I feel like I'm like raging. I mean, not raging. Khadija, not on the whole business owner thing, but because I'm like the friend type. I'm like her. Mm, Yeah. Because. I'm kind of like the mom friend out Got of my you. crew, out of everybody. Lash, you might as well go ahead and stay quiet because the Wayans brothers ain't holding a candle, bro. You might as well yeah, sit no. this one out. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> overall, Cal was First doing his thing. The theme song. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going I'm to argue with you. And here's why I'm going to argue with you. I okay, heard the Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince theme song is more iconic. I'll give it that. Boom. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Electric relaxation as a theme song. Okay, I mean, you right. Okay, you, you can right. have that one. But I've heard and the Fresh Prince theme song in clubs, my niggas. We're brothers. You ain't even got to say the rest. <laughs> everybody know what you see. We're happy. I'm just saying, I've heard Fresh colors. Prince theme song at, at parties. You don't, you ain't going to ever hear. You I ain't going to ever hear the Wayans Brothers at a party. But I will hear electric relaxation, though. It depends on who's DJing. If you got the right DJ. Uh, yeah, so again, 
Yeah. Nah, bro. It's not. Like I said, you must just go ahead and sit out. Two brothers. Comments, first so of all, that cast. He said all you got to hear is the brother. <laughs> I mean, he ain't, he ain't lying, though. He ain't lying, but whatever. You're not winning this argument show. over the, with the Wayans brothers. You're not no. winning, my nigga. The Wayans brothers was a good show, man. And if like, we're talking about theme songs, you got to give them a single, because I'm saying. True, because they have big lads dancing and in the background. Nobody even knew y'all big What? What'd you say? He said ain't nobody, nobody that was new. I knew it was Big Legs because I watched Rap City. But, like, the average person didn't know that was Big Legs. But everybody knows the theme song, though. And it was consi- Wait, I'm arguing your show. Go ahead. Okay. Keep your head you up, right? got- Keep your head up. That's right. Y'all see yeah. how they got Scooter in that damn new a new superhero. Yeah, I, did, I still now. haven't watched it, but Scooter was Scooter. Right. God, I like Black Lightning, man. But I mean, he didn't do something with that outfit. Kadisha <laughs> had her some fine dudes. I remember dude with the great streak right yeah. there. He was fine as hell with a He was dude street. from uh, Temptations. Yeah, he was I, fine. I never knew his real name. And who else? The um the basketball player dude, he was sorry, Cedric Sabayas or whatever. And then she had um the dude with the big jaws. Um, I would also like to point out though the Regine Fresh had Prince. Her some cute dudes. Max Max's dude was whack. Fresh um, Prince uh I'll say Fresh Prince and Living Single. Their theme song was consistent across all seasons. Yeah. Martin and Wayne's brothers both changed their shit up. And then Martin got whacked after the fourth season because Gina was all like, oh, well, he went on us, and then you ain't want to record with nobody. You all big headed and goofy and shit. And see, that's the thing about Martin. Uh oh. Uh oh. Handle your business, buddy. <laughs> No, it's just, I get Amber's upstairs now, so the first thing he did, he cried, he damn coming up the steps. Aww. We had to, we had to take a little, little intermission, because Buddha had to handle daddy duty. But we back, though. We back. back. We back. So, <laughs> all, all I'm like, saying is Fresh Friends was the best, the end. We can move on. Living single. Good night. <laughs> Six black people won their don- little career thing, and they was making money. So, good night. And Regine was flowered or wigs. True. Regine was fly. That's when and we, she finally got her wigs was taboo back then. Finally got her man at the end of the the uh, thing. I, I think they that. all had their weak uh, seasons though. Because I mean, Fresh Prince got whack after Dark Skin and Vivla. The only really good episode after that was when uh, Will's daddy showed up. That was about it. Yeah. That, that was shit was whack too. Wait, what? Yeah, you have no Everybody sense. always make make a oh man, he Nigga. showed emotion, he showed range, he knew he was going to go on to be man. You have that no shit soul. Oh my god, Booter! What yeah, the fuck? Like, like, you did that shit before. Hardless. First, turned into the Cosby Show after a while. They just started mimicking music and stuff like that. Like what? Y'all are hating. Y'all are hating. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Basically, I and feel no emotion or no nothing that was about the that damn daddy. Had no scene. father. Them people. Huh? Them was the people who related. The people whose daddy left them have a heart. No, it was females that damn that with, with fathers that dad going felt sorry for him. Because I, I mean, did. It shit happens. I had my daddy. I got my daddy, and I wanted to hug the shit out of Will. Come here, pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. always been there. Bring for it me, in. And I felt bad. Bring it in. That's horrible. That's terrible. Anyway, living single hand down the night. What's y'all favorite fashion trend of the nineties? Scrunchies, fanny with the packs. baby curl, baby curls, baby hairs, <laughs> fanny packs. 
My nigga. I realized fanny packs started probably somewhere in the 80s, but they also transcended into the 90s, which makes them a staple. And they're coming back again. So, I mean, at the end of the day... You'll never catch me with a damn fanny pack. I bet fanny you I'll get me a fanny left, pack. Man, I see white people wear fanny packs the whole time I've been alive. Like, it never stopped. <laughs> yeah. To my point. Thank Wait you. Crowd. Nah, big-ass scrunchies. Oh, my God. Remember scrunchy layers? Like, yeah. you would get the little scrunchies and yeah. then, like, build them out. And then you got and the baby with hairs. The, with the two blow pops in the back. With the yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. But most of the girls that usually had like the smallest amount of hair. I want to say you had you had the tiny, it. tiny, because you had to compensate. Tiny bun right there. Yeah. <laughs> we had the biggest, the biggest crunchies. The biggest scrunchies. So and what? I will always have a whole bunch of scrunchies right here. But I had hair. But you had hair though. That don't count. So I, I was cool. With right, right. Did you have your baby hair? I had hair baby out? hair, but I will, my baby hair was terrible because I didn't really have baby hair, so I had to like gel down here for whatever reason. <laughs> so they was always like way too big. Right <laughs> I didn't have chili baby hair. You I was going to say, shout out to Chili for being yeah. the only grown-ass woman that still got baby yeah, hair. Yeah, I didn't have them, so I had to make them. But still, you know. So I had the brown gel. You know, brown gel. And now white girls is out here trying to make baby hair. Get yeah. the fuck out. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, Booter Lads, what was y'all's? I like cross colors, man. Okay. Cross colors. What was yours? Starter, the starter pullover, sports pullover jacket. Oh, yeah, yeah, everybody had those. I had man. a USC one because I used to like baby blue. Mm-hmm. Man, I was in Korea, and, you know, you can get your shit custom made over there. So I had got a custom, uh, it's this place called Pusan. Pusan and Osan were like these places where you would go to shop, and you can get all your shit custom, and you can just haggle with Ajima, uh, Adashi, that's Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> uh, I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we used to go down there and haggle with them, man. Uh, and like, you can order something one weekend, wow. get your name wow. custom made on it, and then come back the next weekend. And so, like, you know, around '95, you know, Orlando Magic was the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were expansion team. They had Shaq, they had Penny, they had everybody around that time. So. I got the uh, custom-made starter uh, Orlando Magic with my name on it. And then uh, I had that, and I had the Charlotte Hornets. Those were the two, the two I had. They had UNC, and uh, I forget which one. I know my main popular one was UNC. I used to wear that shit every day. It didn't matter <laughs> what I had on. I had on green dickies and a green plain T-shirt, and I got to wear that North Carolina damn pullover. It didn't matter what. <laughs> but can I can I point out though that the pullovers had a front pocket kind of reminiscent of a fanny pack, bringing it full circle. Just Good pointing night. that out. No, point, hell point, no. Pointing that, <laughs> point that out. Pointing that out. Good night. I'm just pointing that out. I'm just saying. But yeah, like so for cross colors, man. What I liked about it was, I mean, you know, it started in '80. It was franchised in '89, but you know, the '90s was when it got his real jump. And what I liked about it was, you know, it was. It was the upstart of all the urban apparel. You know, it, it inspired Carl Kanai and, and Echo and Fubu and all these other things. And uh, mm-hmm. you couldn't turn on any of these black shows that y'all talk about without seeing cross colors. Will Smith wore it on Fresh Prince. Uh, you know, Kyle and Khadija and all that, they wore it on Living Single. It permeated just black fashion, period. You know what I'm saying? The, the colors, 
the logo, you know, that the, even the movies and house party and, and everything, it was just everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, even had, you know, the, the t-shirts with Malcolm X and, and, you know, stuff like that, the pendants that they, little leather pendants they used to wear back in those days True. with Africa on it and the colors and stuff. So like, I always wanted some, but you know, my parents were like, no, you know, <laughs> they, my, they military. So, you know, they wanted me to look, you know, straight up like them. You know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't even get, I couldn't even get the half moon that Nas had, yo. I, that's all I wanted was the half moon part. <laughs> all I wanted. Come on, half moon part. That's another favorite You'll get that too. I love it. The parts in the head. That was another yeah. '90s dream that I liked. Whatever. But, um, I'm still rocking with the scrunchies yeah. and baby hair. But yeah, so for me, cross colors, man. Like it, it was just everywhere, and I thought it was just dope. The colors that they used, how they used the colors, um, how it fit. It was just black. It was just black as fuck. You know what I'm saying? And if you was one of them white boys that was trying to front, like these days you can't even tell because everybody's wearing skinny jeans. Everybody's wearing skinny jeans and, and, and shit like that these days. So you can't really, you know what I mean? But back then, like because of how big it was cut and it was, you know, it was made for us. It was like one of them white boys tried to front or whatever. Like you knew what they were trying to do wearing cross colors because it's not even mm-hmm. about you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's what I like about it. That's my that was my favorite trend, uh, clothing trend at least, the mm-hmm. urban apparel, especially cross colors. Scrunchies and baby hairs because I had hair that could fit in a scrunchie and get baby hairs. So. <laughs> I mean, I got a fanny pack in my room right now <laughs> with my name on it. So I, I just mean, seen some scrunchies in the amusement park with a bunch of kids. Like I don't see the point. <laughs> the point of what? A fanny pack. You got a yeah. purse, right? My nigga, do you know how convenient a, a fanny pack is? But have you, you ever tried to go? Have you ever tried to go exercise or something with a purse on? You got yeah. to have all your little shit. Never. Exactly. Never. So you can't relate. Never. You cannot relate. A fanny pack is essential for women that don't like to go out with their big ass purses and shit. A fanny pack, and then you trying to back it up on a dude, and you got to tell sis hold my purse. With a fanny pack, you Real. ain't got to do all of that. Real. You just bend it, bend it over, push it out, and boom, fanny pack is still intact. No, you got all, you got your wallet, no, you got your flask, you got your keys. No, because the fanny pack is hitting your thighs when you trying to bend it over. That's in the way too. That's in the way too, Annie. It's in the way. It's in the way. Not going to no club with a fanny. No, pack. you're not. I bet you I do. You're not. How many of these designers nowadays you're not. got? You're not. Listen, you're not. I'm telling you. Y'all won't even wear a certain pair of shoes if you don't go with your outfit. Listen, nothing goes with a fanny pack. Listen, no, I'm, I'm telling you I can now. Tell you right now, I'm not going to no club with no fanny pack. <laughs> Louis Vuitton, Gucci, all of them got fanny packs. They just don't look like the way they, they did in the nineties. I bet no, you I for, put one on. For real, for real. When I was I was in Hawaii, uh, what is this, 2011, and uh, like. I don't know if I've ever been out or whatever, but there's a lot of like Chinese, Japanese, a lot of Asian cultures. More to, more of them out there than there is us, and uh, they they wear a lot of man purses, Gucci man purses, Gucci fanny <laughs> packs. Like they they had they was wearing that shit. And they they wear them shits now. Like that shit was crazy. Like just seeing all the men out there with like man purses and and, and fanny packs on and shit. Satchels. Yeah, that's what they call them, satchels. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, y'all better quit playing and act like you don't want a fanny bag. No, but for real, I remember in like seventh, seventh or eighth grade, I did have the, the scrunchies and baby hairs with a UNC pullover. I do remember that. That's lit. And I wore that pullover almost every day. I swore on everything. That's lit. Until it got like 
worn out. Because I don't think I ever had yeah. cross colors or a, a starter pullover. I my had brother a pullover. Yeah, they ain't had cross, cross colors either. It's before. That's for grown people. Like, they ain't had, like, no kids yeah, apparel. Yeah, I never like, had cross colors. The reason why he may have been able to get it, like, in 95, 97, is because that, that, was the, that was the wave was gone. You know, yeah. they, they got that. They got the wave out there. But, like, by the time 95 hit, they, everybody's rocking, like, Carl Kanai and yeah. stuff like I'm that. I'm surprised nobody picked Carl Kanai for this argument. I thought about I mean, it was still, it was still, Carl like, I could only pick something that, like, I wore re- related to, yeah. like, all the time. Like, I couldn't pick Carl Kanat because that was, like, a groom. Yeah. Like, if you want to say, I could pick Boss. Man, Boss Wow, jeans. remember Boss? I had Boss yeah. jeans. They were yeah. ugly as hell on me. I, I was going to pick know. the little butterfly clips. The number used to break oh my your God. head halfway. Butterfly and clips. clips. There was so many different styles yeah, of butterfly clips. Boss, Knockout. Y'all remember Knockout? Yeah, yeah, I remember knockout. And uh, what else? That would that would love. They used to get like, yeah, lux. Oh, Man, lux. I was I was in I was in a store. I was getting my sister. You I was uh, I not getting my sister. Me and my sister was in the store, and we was getting uh, her some her some steel toes. And a dude came in the store talking about he's looking for some lugs. <laughs> no, and I'm not actually. It's crazy. I should. I mean, uh, he, he wore. I, w- I should have picked Reebok Classics. I don't True. know why I didn't think of that. I should have picked Classics. Reebok Classics with the pom pom socks was that? Yeah, that was two. That was two thousands though, wasn't it? No, that was nineties. That was nineties. Mm-hmm. I should have picked Classics. All right, what's next? Sacconis. Sacconis. Oh, <laughs> wow! Wow! Good time. Throwback. Sacconis and Fubu. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, my bro I was talking to Mike last night and he told me he uh he was on I was on the phone with him. He was I don't know where he was, but he was like, Yo, this nigga got one pant leg rolled up. Yay. He was like, This nigga thinks he in the night public. Oh man. LL Cool J LL. Oh Remember the uh goggles he used to wear on the side of the head? Yes. The goggles. Goggles on my skull cap. Damn. Fashion was kind of whack in the it 90s, was. though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> she was terrible. Terrible. The I don't clog, know, man. 2000 was pretty horrible, too. Ugh. Clogs are back. Like, yeah. Folks are still wearing clogs, and it's pretty awful. I want them to stop. Ugh. Um, what we got next? Uh, let's see. Let's go movie. Movies. <laughs> so I changed my movie, because I was going to go with Belly. I changed mine, too. Yeah, I was going to go with Belly. For the best movie, but I don't want to go hood on y'all. So, what you pick? I picked Waiting to Exhale. Booter, what you pick? Above the Rim. Laz, <laughs> what you pick? Pulp Fiction, man. And y'all already know what I'm going for. Y'all yeah. already know why I'm here. So, listen, I know Mugs think Waiting to Exhale is a man bashing movie, but it's not. Waiting to Exhale is the best fucking movie of the 90s because. You got four black women doing their thing, and they're all best friends. And it's, it, to me, it's like, okay, they're going through their shit with their no shit ass men. This shit sounds just like living single. I mean, that's no, the right, 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 No, right, look, right, look, look, look. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, a well, lot of them fire yeah. set and no, living single. No, I mean, they, they are doing their little career thing, but they're, they got each other's back when they're going through their shit. Okay, and it's also very relatable as far as like dealing with relationship struggles and all that stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and it got some like fucking iconic ass scenes in it. I mean, the car burning shit, fucking 
Angela Bassett, get your shit. Get, get your, your shit. shit and get out. Get out. Nigga, get the fuck yeah, out. And get out. Yeah, she man. wasn't talking. She was talking to the wall when she so was saying that So the fuck what? Shit. Get your shit and get <laughs> out. But she set his shit Nigga. on fire. And, and so then, even if she wasn't saying it to him, she meant that She shit. meant it. That and was then, from her heart. And then fucking, uh, what's her name? Robin, when she said, Troy, get your drunk ass, leather wearing in the summertime, stinky ass, need your shit. Nigga, take your drunk, stinking ass home with your leather wearing ass. That wasn't ass even the, the best summertime. part. The best part was saying, have a fruit bowl trap. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then, and then the birthday party scene when they was at Gloria's and, and like, it's just a whole, and it like, goes back to what we talked about with, uh, with, uh, Gronish. Yeah. How she wanted to call yeah, out and yeah. talk you shit. Got, you like, got no, your friends you got back. Have, like, yeah. The best part, I mean, the whole thing for me is just how you just have your friends back when they going through some rough shit. And, 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 you know, and to just, you know, the, the women got their career thing going on. And then to, like, you know, you looking at Savannah's mom and how them old-ass black women be telling you some fucking horrible-ass advice. Like, why are you telling your daughter to go with a married-ass man? Crawl after some married man. Nigga, what? I wish Bev would. Huh? But she would never. So, what? I don't have to I don't know. For problem. me, it's relatable. And then the soundtrack is the shit, too? True. The soundtrack is a... That's, that's a good-ass soundtrack. Babyface put his... his I keep trying to argue your points. Damn. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Blade and Exhale is dope, though. That's a good-ass movie. I don't care what y'all say. And Robin, I mean, not Robin, Gloria was like, again, like me, the mom friend. Like, nigga, sit your dumb ass down. Don't be calling that white ass girl. And then when Bernie slapped the white girl in the office, oh, bitch, man. Oh, fuck out my face, man. Stupid ass bitch. I'm gonna talk my husband like, get your dumb ass out the way. I Just felt that ass. slap. I felt That's it. a black history moment right there. It is. Just stupid ass. Get your it white is. ass down. So any any other arguments John, before I come with mine? I'm trying to give y'all room. Bitch, that's the best movie. That's, that's my favorite. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. I can't say what's the best movie. I can just say what's the favorite movie for me. Like, what, what I play. We're arguing, Booter. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Let what it happen. It's, I mean, I don't think Above the Rim is the best movie of the 90s. I just thought we were just talking about our favorite movie. It did. Hey. I mean, I know a lot. There's a lot of great movies that came out in the nineties. Nigga, I thought because I, I be wanting to argue with y'all because I like all. I don't give a fuck. I like y'all movies. <laughs> but my, I mean, hey, fuck it. I said, "Above the Rim" had the most impact on on me, uh, like or how much I used to watch it. Like I said, I used to like far as you know, playing basketball, Kyle Watson, Tupac. Oh, oh the the whole movie was just. Just, just doping at the time, like I said, in the soundtrack. You talking about well, now these had the best movie soundtracks of period, yeah. yeah. But um, Death Row, you know, Death Row had control of that soundtrack. But uh, yeah, I don't Tupac know. with his matching bandanas on every outfit, every outfit. He had a, a bandana <laughs> for every occasion. Every he had outfit. a funeral bandana, bandana, <laughs> all of it. And you know what's crazy in the um, on his unsung Hollywood, they were talking about like how he was actually that much invested into his character. Mm -hmm. Like that whole razor blade in the mouth thing, that wasn't necessarily written into the script. He just kind of did that shit on his own. Yeah, I mean, he was hanging hanging with Haitian Jack and all them niggas in New York. So, I mean, Uh he was basically... Yeah, I was reading um, that. And they said the the basketball scene was just, was it was the shit off um, from, from Alpo. It shit when the dude shot the dude in D- in DC in broad daylight. So there's a lot of shit that was just taken from his his character was all these supposed to be you know big time gangsters mixed in you know because he was hanging with Haitian Jack and all them niggas yeah. back then too. 
Les, you got anything to say about Pulp Fiction? I mean, I'll give you your credit because I love me some. Yo, okay, for, hold on. First, let me say real quick. I've never in my life really watched Pulp Fiction. I don't care. I, I have not watched it. Really? That's it's one of my favorite not movies. I love Pulp Fiction. I never wanted to Pulp watch Fiction. It. From that opening scene, like going into the store, seeing two people with some crazy ass accents talking, then. Shit gets real. Palms <laughs> on top of the table. All right, you motherfuckers! <laughs> it, it, just, it just sets it off from there. And then, like, then, then the music. Uh, I think the song is called Mirror Sue or something like that. You know, and just that kicks it off. And then, next thing you know, Jungle Boogie comes on. And then, bah! Samuel L. Jackson with a motherfucking Jerry Curl True. Wing. <laughs> True. And 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 um, John Travolta, and they talking about a royale with cheese, about how he went to France and how they don't have it. Man, I don't know. Like when I was in college, my minor was telecommunication, so we would have to. I had this class called um, damn, I forgot the name of the class. Oral interpretation. So one day we had to pretty much. By memory, recite a movie, recite something from either a movie or a book. I did Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I came in with a black suit, white shirt. Did you have the Jerry Curl? I had my and a, and a wig. I was Jules. <laughs> I had my own boy come in as Vincent. We dressed up too. We brought a suitcase and we did that whole scene after they got out of the car and they were talking about how uh, Wynton Marsalis. Uh, through Tony Rockamore, Mark Moore, into a glass house because he rubbed Mia's feet. We did that whole scene. <laughs> Eight plus on that shit. I passed the fuck out of that class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fiction, man. Like, and the first time I watched it, I came front. Like, I was trying to watch it like a regular movie. And you can't. Because, you know, you know how, like, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, you know, Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he did it out of sequence. So I didn't, I didn't pick that up to the second time. So I was like, wait a minute, didn't this already happen? How is he in this scene and this scene? So, but yeah, man, and that launch, I'm sorry. I know Samuel Jackson was in, you know, um, Sugar Hill and, you know, Jungle Fever. He was in these movies, but this movie launched <laughs> his mythos, especially the motherfucker stuff. Like yeah. this movie. <laughs> That's his favorite like, movie. Like this was his breakout role. Yeah, he was in Juice. And like I said, other movies, but Trip. this was the movie oh, that pretty much broke and overthrew. You know what I mean? Uh, I could say that for Ving Rain. This movie launched a lot some of careers. Career. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I mean, it's so much, so many quotable, so many iconic scenes, man. Like, this yeah. is crazy. So I, um, I fuck with it, but I didn't. I, honestly, I didn't watch Pulp Fiction in maybe until the two thousands, until I was like in high school. I was like, a, I, I was a full grown ass adult when I watched Pulp Fiction. I still have not watched it. Yeah. I, I will say, Michelle, if, if you watch it, you have. It's almost like you have to have an appreciation for Quentin Tarantino because otherwise, it's not but I don't, going that's to probably be why right. So then you probably it. wouldn't. That, like I don't it. really like. I don't like uh, Reservoir Dogs. I yeah, like Reservoir Dogs. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't like uh, this. I like I like the Kill Bills, but I mean that's because it got action in it. Mm-hmm. But uh, far as 
I fucking hate that hateful H shit. That shit was fucking waste of fucking three hours. That was fucking worst that. movie I ever seen in my damn life, man. Yeah, I have it in my collection and still haven't watched it. This may be like two like movies. I mean, three. I guess the Kill Bills and a Pulp Fiction that I really like at Quentin Tarantino. All the other shit, man. I like Django yeah. though. Django's my no, shit. Yeah, Django. Yeah, Django. I like Django. I like Django. So that's four movies. But all these other shits, man. I don't really yeah, I mean, he's pretty hit or miss, and you know the whole, um, you know the, just the how much nigga is in his movies. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it's just ridiculous. But uh, Pulp Fiction was the one for me, man. Like it's just the violence. The I still don't know what's in the briefcase. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I still say, you know, my name's Paul. This between y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, <laughs> so many quotables. It was going to be either that or Dumb and Dumber. It was going to be one of those. I two. never saw Dumb and Dumber. What? <laughs> never saw so, it. Uh, so, yeah, that's mine, Pulp Fiction. All right, Andy. Um, so, I hate to shut down this whole argument, but Crooklyn takes the entire <laughs> argument. What? Crooklyn you takes the entire shit. argument. Booter don't like Crooklyn either. I don't give a shit. Crooklyn was shit, the shit. It's nothing. I mean, ah, Crooklyn. That ain't even you top don't like five Crooklyn Get out of here, bruh. First of all, first of all, I don't know how y'all like Crooklyn. Exactly, I like, like it, but it ain't like it's. Yeah, great. shit. I went, I remember going to the movies to see this shit, and that's like I was just sitting there <laughs> like, like man, this shit is I don't even know how I stumbled across Crooklyn, but all of a sudden it became my favorite ass because movie. Troy is your twin. Like, I mean, okay. <laughs> That could possibly be it, but only thing, to only this thing day, I, I am not allowed to watch Crooklyn with other people because I recite every single line. I know the entire so script forwards and backwards, and the fact that so Queenie's not. ass popped out that couch, <laughs> Queenie popped out that couch on y'all, and that shit—it was a wrap. Like, there's nothing else to talk about aside from Queenie popping out the couch. And I mean, there's just so many. That movie is so underrated. I will say. Like man, that shit is whack. You're crazy. You're whack. crazy. You're crazy. One, two, three. The devil's okay. <laughs> okay. Cause you know I like Crooklyn. And too. you know that's the jam though. Like people know that song from Crooklyn. You know I like Crooklyn. Because it's the only memorable thing besides them watching Soul Train yeah. in front of the TV. Like Man, Crooklyn was lit. I don't know which uh, are time. No, I'm not talking about it right now. Why wow, I like Crooklyn. It's just not even top five Spike movies. Crooklyn I, is actually at the top of my list. I think Crooklyn movies. is related. Like, I'm still around with Wade Jackson, out, but I like Crooklyn because it's relatable for me to being a girl who always got to handle shit in the house with boys. Troy was independent as fuck at 10. That movie's relatable as fuck for me because Troy had to do everything like I do. So got to clean up people's shit. Boy, the boys ain't got to do a goddamn thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe that's why y'all don't enjoy yeah. it because there is because no relatability relate factor to it. You got to do everything. I mean, Crooklyn. Hey, I don't. I don't relate. To working for a gangster, going around town, shooting motherfuckers, getting suitcases, and but it's action. What country are they from? But it's action. Well, There's a lot of action I, movies I, that you're I'll not going to be able to relate to. The fact that Crooklyn is not an action movie kind of negates all of that because there's it's there's the entertainment factor. There wasn't a whole lot of plot to Crooklyn, which is why y'all are making the argument that you're making because you're comparing. Yes, it to, because to, I watch movies for plots. I, that's why I go to them. That's I, I feel like Crooklyn too because no, I feel man. like I should have grown up in the seventies. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, I just like the 70s. It's a movie for little girls. I can't relate to Wayne Exhale for personal experiences, but it's a better movie than Crooklyn. It's and a different type of movie. But I'm surprised like because a lot of men don't like Wayne Exhale because they're like, oh, it's a man bashing movie. But like, no, 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 no. I like Wayne to Exhale. Yeah, I, I like it too. No, I'm not saying. I just, I just I'm just saying. I'm surprised that you do. Because I'm not a woman. No, I'm just but saying. I'm surprised that you do like because it. a lot of men don't because they feel like it's a man bashing movie, which is not like. I mean, a lot know? of men think take men think shit is man bashing. If you insecure about what yeah, the fuck you doing, that's you exactly what I was about to say. Like only men that don't like it is people that feel like somebody bashing you. You know, only men I don't like it is the men I feel like they ain't about shit. And I can see themselves. Yeah, I, this is Troy's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So, Detroit. for me, this Crooklyn, it's not about the plot. I mean, it's not about not being able to, to relate because of that. It's just that I didn't think it was that great. Yeah, this shit just whack. <laughs> Y'all are crazy as hell. Y'all are crazy. I like Crooklyn. There's, like so, many, there's so many hitters in that movie. Like, yeah, I, like, I like Crooklyn. I feel like it, for me, it's, it was relatable. I'm still around with Wade XL, though. But Crooklyn, Crooklyn is, is a good movie. And I, you, y'all not going to talk me down off of it. So what we got next? Because Crooklyn went ahead. Favorite 90s rap album. You already know what this I'm was, going with, y'all. This was the hardest. This was the hardest one ever. Like, yeah. I, no, I there, shouldn't even be able to pick just one. There are right. there are a lot of good rap albums, but y'all already know what I'm riding with. So who wants to start? You start. Go ahead, start. But I gotta start. Somebody else start. I gotta go. Do I, that. I picked. I picked my. So my group of the '90s is. Uh, it was a toss up between Tribe and Outkast. I mean, for me, it's more sentimental reasons because. That's the shit that my brother played all the time. So I kind of fell into it by default. Um, but I went yeah, with... I think he had my CD and shit. Probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I went with uh, Equimini. Um It's my favorite cast album. Yeah. I listened to a lot of Equimini in high school. Like I remember we went... I think I was in my junior year. Equimini was was out when, like, when I was what, in... A ninth grade, ninth grade, but I was still listening to that shit like a lot my junior year. I remember I was at football camp. Uh, that's the only CD CD I brought. Yeah, <laughs> and I would listen to the uh, what the fuck is that shit? Artist storytelling was the part. So, two, yeah, the, the artist storytelling. The the, the the fast the fast paced one. Yeah. yeah, I would listen to that shit, have it on repeat all fucking day. Yeah, like all night. That shit would put me to sleep. Yeah. You said, hold on, you said Equimini? I said Equimini. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I thought you said my ATL. ATL is my favorite thing. Yeah, and for like, me, it was, like very, it was very hard oh, to I, pick an yeah, Outkast album. I, I um, listen to a lot of ATL is my favorite one, I think. Yeah. Because they ATL. dropped three, what was it, three albums in the 90s. They had ATL. Equimini Southern playlist. And Southern playlist. I like Southern playlist. Um, it was every two years, ninety four, ninety six, yeah. ninety eight. Like, and like, like, like I said, it was, it was a toss up. I really, yeah, I really had a hard time deciding, but I did have like quite a few jams on Equimini, and you know, Spotty Addy, Dopealicious yeah, was my shit. That's a good one. And so that's kind of what pushed me over the edge to pick Equimini. And can't nobody blame you for that. That's that's my shit. So I mean, that's where I'm. I like I like Southern Play. I like I I like all three of them. Outkast was just so. It was, that was yeah, like they are, they were. That was like when I came. I was living in Anniston uh, at the time, Anniston, Alabama. Um, He's so that was where we were at. Right after um, we got back from Korea, so 
that was the first cast album to drop when I got back from Korea. And uh man, I was just blown away when I heard Quim and I. Um and see, we didn't call we didn't call it Spotty Audit. We just called it Damn Damn James. Basically. <laughs> I mean <laughs> we always gotta rename shit. <laughs> but um that album was so dope. Um I was glad that Cash was finally able to get five mics from the source. Finally, even though I felt like they got robbed with their first two albums, they kept giving them four and a half. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time that they actually got a five mm-hmm. in source with equipment out. And that was just like so dope because a lot of groups from the South, you know, really outside the ghetto boys, you know, mm-hmm. you wasn't really getting no fives. You know, so that was that was a seminal part, especially for us Southern folks, man. Um, and it just really... Uh, also, I'd like to say, everybody <laughs> likes to talk about 3,000, but nobody talks about Big Boy. Big Boy is underrated. Big Boy is so underrated. Big Boy can rhyme. And a few songs on the Quim and I, he outdid Andre, like on Chunky Five. Uh, it's, it's quite a few joints where uh, Skewed on a Barbie. I feel like uh, Big Boy, like it's a, it's a few joints on there. I, mean, I feel like Big Boy adds 3,000. You know what I'm saying? Even now, but, Big Boy holding his own with his album and his go, him going because, on. Because, uh, what's I mean, his name? Sir Lucius Left Foot? That is my shit. That album I is, love that album. I still that album. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know Boomer why people be dope. trying to play Boomer him. is dope, man. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why people play him like that. Like, he's good. Yeah, my kids, my kids love when I play, uh, Kill, uh, kill Jill. What's that? Kill Jill. Yeah, Kill Jill. They they are going to sing the whole verse, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, big boy. But yeah, so hey, I can't blame you on equipment yeah. now. That's that's. And I, I like I like that he throws them little jabs uh, to New York now. You know, if, yeah. you, if you listen to his album, like even on Kill Jill. He said, the South got something to say, and no, y'all niggas can't have y'all ball back. You talking about, you know, mm-hmm. New York, from, you know, right. that yeah. was from, you know, Andre 3000, you know, at the Source Award and, and what, 95, whenever they, they was, you know, yeah, yeah. And he said, you know, the South got something to say, and motherfucking New York, motherfuckers weren't feeling them and shit, now they, they got the ball, and no, y'all can't get y'all ball back. Yeah. Right. How do y'all feel, how, like, okay, I'm about to veer off for a second. Um, what was it? Who was it? Bruno Mars, since the Super Bowl is going to be in Atlanta next year? He made mm-hmm. the comment that the yeah. halftime show should be dedicated to like South Southern hip hop. First thing I heard was I when I heard Atlanta, I was like, "Oh, Cass better be performing." They got, I agree. Got to, and I feel like they should. I don't Why think not? Andre would do it. I think he do Andre it for the don't Super care about that shit. Uh, I think he do it for the Super Bowl. But even and I for just, the city of Atlanta. Even if they don't, they better get some Atlanta artists in there. I feel like it would only be right to have a hip hop. Yeah. Super, like Goody Mob, somebody, Some, shit. somebody. Because Justin Timberlake just ruined it for everybody. Fuck that. Dude. I'm sick of Justin. <laughs> he, just pissed, he pissed me off. Ever since he pulled out Janice Titty, it's been nothing but the who. Yeah, he pissed me yeah. off. I, I, I like that shit, man. Yeah. Especially because I mean, he pulled that shit out, then he just backed away like he yeah. had shit to do with it, and they just trashed her. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. I ain't fuck with him since. And then you gonna put up a I, I, I lie, I lie, because I do fuck with the one song. If the love was all I had. Oh, yeah, yeah. To the end of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah to the end of time. I'm not going to lie. The 2020 that's, that's album. The only, that's the only song I really fucked with. 2020 album was dope. The first one. The second one, you can miss me with that. But that 2020 album was the shit. So, I mean. I mean, Justin got some bops, though. I can't even front because. 
All right, before we get all the way off subject, we only had one album we named. All right, so I'm going to go with mine. Who's next? Me? I'll go next. So y'all already know I'm riding with the one and only 1994 Nasir Jones Illmatic. Okay? (laughs) Y'all already knew that, right? We knew. I mean, we knew. Do I need to explain why? No, I mean, it's a dope album. Okay. I don't listen to that shit all the time. Though. I do. I can, only, I can oh. only listen to it about like once a year. Well, I don't give a fuck. I listen to that shit various times a week. My favorite, my favorite Nas album is I Am. I, I still to listen that to that. I listen to that. Whatever. I listen to all the shit. I listen to Omega all the motherfucking time. <laughs> and I don't care. It was nine songs. I mean, 10 shit. The intro don't count. But it was like fucking 40 minutes of just awesome every fucking thing. I mean, fucking life's a bitch. That right there. Yeah. AZ killed that fucking joint. Nas's verse on that shit. I feel like I ain't gonna lie. AZ on that. He killed that joint. Um, Fucking the storytelling on One Love. I mean, fucking represent makes me feel like I'm in Queensbridge. Even at the end when dude be like, come to Queensbridge, motherfucker. And I be like, no, thank you. I don't want to come to Queensbridge. Because <laughs> you scared the shit out of me when you said that. I don't want you. Like, you make me feel like I'm going to get shot if I come. <laughs> um, fucking halftime. Half, like, the fuck? The world is yours. I mean, the fuck? God damn it. This is dope. Fucking, uh, um, it ain't hard to tell. I mean, the Michael Jackson sample. The fuck? Yeah. I mean, the whole motherfucking album. That's it. I don't need to say nothing else. The chip two. Like, you know, Nas is bad. Even with the chip two. He was bad. <laughs> So, fuck it. That's it. I'm riding with that. I don't need to say nothing else. There you go. <laughs> what you got, Lass? So, mine's is Funkified by the Brat. First that of all, that was so even, I'm random surprised she even caught that because you was gone in 95. Well, it came out in 94. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. So, I was in fourth grade. Um, I was living in, I was living in Hinesville outside of Savannah. And that summer when Funkified came out, my sister and I were obsessed. She had the plaques. She was, it was just wow, right? So, but the reason why I chose the album was because I'll never forget, like my pops, right before they started getting into ministry, um, they were kind of lenient with, you know, what we listened to or whatever, especially my older sister. That's how I got a lot of my hip hop and stuff through her. So I'll never forget, she brought home that album. And the parental advisory sticker was like this small. So you can like hide your thumb over it. It was like real small. And I think it was only on the cover, so it wasn't on the book. I don't know how my sister got my dad to buy, but she came home one day from Sam Goody and she had it. And we went straight to the room. Put it in her boombox. And the first song, like, was called The Shit You Can't Fuck With. And We've never heard, I have never heard another woman cuss that much besides my grandma. <laughs> and when I tell you, like the look on our face, when she, when she, at first, oh my God, it was, it was, it was just mind blowing. Yeah, I listened so, to that. I can remember that shit. Yeah, that. man. And then the first time we heard the real version of Functify with all the cussing and stuff, it was just like, wow. I but remember similar, what was it? I think it's like was that was ninety four, so it was like my eighth or ninth birthday, whatever one of them was. And like my, I wanted to play that album all day, and like my my mom kept telling me, "You can't turn it in because you got aunts and uncles here, like they all in church." I'm like, 
Yeah. They would play. They would play to be playing the radio or some shit. You know, we used to. I stayed in the project, so we had the speaker upstairs from out the window, and everybody out in the back in the back alleyway and stuff. And like every time they would play something like, I go upstairs and and then play funk the fat or or some shit, and then shit just start. Even now, my mom got big big speakers. She 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 loved the parties. That shit just be <laughs> blasting. I'm like every time she t- you can't turn that shit on. You got to, matter of fact, she they just came in, they just came in the house downstairs right now. That's a, she probably remember that shit. But um, yeah, yeah, I used to yeah. I used to love that. See, and, and still to this day, if I tell my wife to come upstairs, she asks you what video I play at least. I play, I play. Give it to you, video. I'm at least you give it to you. That's, 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 that's one of my favorite videos because I just always wish that I was there in that time period. They look like all the biggest names was there. Yeah. Biggie was there. All, all in the damn five. house. All they just look like a damn Halifax party that you ever went to. Any video, that's one of the videos I wish I'd have been in. Give it. I swear, I watched. I watched. Give it to you at least once or twice a week. On YouTube, <laughs> that was my no, shit. Yeah. Give it to you is one of the best rap songs ever. That 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 uh that the bar sample just it's just so dope. Yeah. But look, but yeah, similar to Nas's album, it was only nine joints. Um, a lot of joints is like that because even Bones yeah. was the first joint. Um, creeping on the come up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was only nine. So like, but that album to me like for sentimental value. I know that album. Like if I was to do fit now, if you were to do finish the lyrics with Funk the Rock. <laughs> Even with the brat, if the brat was here right now and asked me, like she's the reason why I know the area code to the, I mean, I mean I know the zip code to the west side of Chicago six oh six four four. Well, again though, like listen, yeah. So um, also the brat doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. If it wasn't for the brat going platinum, because she's the first female yeah. solo to go platinum by herself, like yeah. Tom and Pepper. Salt and Pepper did it as a group, but she did what Latifah and Light and those that she admired before her, and she passed, you know, she pretty much carried on tradition, and when they passed the torch, she was able to take it to the other level. If she didn't go platinum with that, labels wouldn't have probably, it would have probably taken a little longer for the Lil' Kims and the Missies because of a label taking a chance on a solo female artist because they won't they don't think they were going you know what i'm saying sell mm-hmm. the records so i feel like a lot of people talk about iconic uh albums and history in hip-hop and i feel like the brat gets left out um right. like she's the first solo yeah. female to, and she's yeah. dope, like a lot of people were saying like oh you know functify sound like a uh Doggy style rip off. They were trying to call her like the, the female Snoop Dogg because she talked about weed. And they were saying like JD was like jacking beats and stuff. I don't know about all that. But I just know like the brat developed her own style. It's, it's, it's Chicago. It's dope. And, you know, she's one of my favorite rappers. But for me, Funkified just holds a special place in my heart for the 90s. So, so yeah. Can we just go back to Nomadic real quick? Remember the, the third verse on One Love? Y'all know that he got that, like, that's kind of, like, part of the inspiration for the scene on Belly with little ugly-ass shorty. That oh, boy yeah, was yeah, ugly yeah, as yeah. fuck. He was ugly. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. I just had to throw that in there real quick, because you know. There's so many confessions that I need to make yeah, in this episode, but I'm not going to so do So many them. damn <laughs> albums and shit, man. I don't need the uh, judgment. All right, Booter, what's like, yours? It was, Did you do it was, it's, it's Life After Death, Biggie. Mm. All right. All right. Man, it's like I wanted there's so many there's so many dope albums I could just I could choose and pick from, but like 
like I be having, like I be talking to people, and people who don't, they don't really appreciate this album. Like I listen to more the the second, the second CD. The, I mean, the the last couple, last couple cuts of the first CD, and uh, well, plus love the dough. And but the, the second, the second CD, man, that shit is just ridiculous. Like he rap his ass off, and t- to me, I say this album. I don't want to say gay. It, it didn't give the blueprint, but you hear so much of this album and everyone's raps mm-hmm. to, to, this, to this day. Like that's like the one with the uh, with Bone and Notorious Thugs and stuff. Yeah, the one I mean, like like with all the Jay Z references, Beanie Siegel references. There's so many rappers that that use bars from from this album, and it's just man, it's just it's crazy. It was crazy to me, man. Like just the first, the last. Five songs I listen to them on repeat all the time, but just the whole album was dope, man. Yeah. Other than other than the uh, than the radio cuts like uh, "More Money, More Problems" yeah. and, and "Hypnotized," everything else. And uh, what's the one song I don't like with Lil Kim? Another, yeah, I don't like that joint either. I know what you're yeah, talking about. I don't, I don't like another. But other than, uh, another going back to Cali and and "Hypnotized," all that shit is like dope. Like, Let me tell you, you how a double CD, twenty four songs. When we used to be at Flash's practice, I swear to goodness, this white dude used to ride by every single day in his gray Cadillac, banging hypnotized every single day. I used to be like, dude, you only got no other songs you can play every single goddamn day. I swear. What was that like? Nineteen ninety six, seven, something like that. Yeah, ninety seven. Every damn yeah. day. I was in Korea when that dropped. <laughs> um, like I said, I was there when both. Pac and Biggie died. Um, when that album dropped, of course, everybody was dying, clamoring to hear the Bone and Biggie joint. Because, you know, East 1999 was, the, I mean, the fucking album of, the, you know, another one of those albums of the 90s. So when we heard Bone was working with Biggie, it was like, yo, is Biggie going to do his style or Bone going to rap slow? Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And so, like, uh, when that happened, when we when I heard it, Arm oh, in Dangerous, ain't too many, and I was like, oh, snap, he doing they style. And it was just so, it was just so hype. I remember being at, like, the youth, uh, at the youth uh, place that we used to hang out at, and uh, they played it. And it was just hype, man. It was like, Biggie doing Bone style. Oh, man. So it became my favorite song, but I agree. Like, I off right after his verse nowadays. I don't even listen to the whole shit. I listen to his verse <laughs> and I skip it. <laughs> I mean, I could have, um, because my top three that I was like struggling with, I mean, number one was definitely Illmatic. And then I could have gone with like Reasonable Doubt. And then yeah. it was written for me. So I miss Reasonable Doubt. Yeah, Reasonable Doubt with that, because I still bang the shit out of that, too, because I fucking love that. See, I, I missed, yeah, see, I missed the Jay-Z wave. When I got back, he was already on, uh, hard when I got back, too. I think it was Hard Knock Life. So I missed yeah. Volume 1 in my lifetime and Reasonable Doubt. Yeah, Reasonable so when I got Doubt, back, I got this, and it was I got this playlist that, I, like, I, I got a whole bunch of different playlists that, that I put together, but I got this one playlist. I got, you put the best songs from Reasonable Doubt, the best songs from Volume One, like the hardest songs, not no, 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 just some bullshit songs. The hardest song, and the hardest songs from Life After Death. It's like all like '96, '97, like Biggie and, and Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers be rapping their ass off. 
Like the shit, like the shit. I just, I just put it on random. Yeah. And the shit goes so hard, man. Like I got so many, so many shits that I put together like that, like from a certain time period. Yeah. Different artists to make mix together. That shit's be going hard. Like you put them on random, it sound like one like big ass album, like one hard ass album. Then you know they got they got the they got the Brooklyn Finest and Love to Do. Yeah. They got songs together and shit. And a song with Puff uh, on uh, what's that I song? Is a little ghetto boy or some shit on on uh, Puff, Puffy's album, um, No Way Out. Mm. Yeah, man. So like, I, like I put all these songs together. That's just dope. Like just from that time period. It was hard just to choose one album, man. Because like I said, East 1999. Yeah. Um, actually, not even East 1999. Uh, well, that that was like a major one. But the one before that, creeping on to come up. Listen, Busy Bone changed my life. <laughs> like <laughs> I remember first seeing the Thuggish Workers Bone video because before then you know I'm, I'm living in the era of light skin niggas eyes <laughs> you know what I'm saying so outside of Heavy D you know the overweight lover with nobody else out there doing as far as light skin dudes especially in hip hop then this dude with his hair rapping fast as hell looking gangster as fuck and I'm like who is this dude? I want to be like him. And it was fucking busy, bro. And I was like, yes. And he just became like my favorite dude from Bone. So it, but it was just so many, so many albums to try to choose from for this, uh, for this segment right here, man. So many. Yeah, right, what's it's, our, uh, it's so hard. Like Machiavelli was one of my favorite albums. Uh, man, damn, then you got DMX. Yeah, yeah, because oh, that's so, another so one. So many, man. That's another one. I was two in that year. In the chronic, fucking doggy style. Yes, you got Wu Tang into the thirty six chambers. I know uh, I'm a big Wu Tang fan, though. People kill me for that, but I can't. I really outside no, I mean, of that's Meth and uh, Raekwon, I I don't really like yeah. none of the other ones. I I, I can understand that because they talk a lot of. Non sequiturs. They just and they be just rhyming a lot of big words like shit. Don't yeah, you know, shit don't. I make don't like. It's like stream. It's like stream of consciousness. You know what I'm saying? Especially Ghostface. I don't you know like RZA. RZA gets on my nerve. I hate his voice. I just hate. <laughs> he just gets on my nerve. He's annoying to me. <laughs> you gotta admit though, Triumph was the jam. Like when that shit came. Yeah. No, maybe like a lot of songs you can't deny. Like shit, that's bangers. Like even like people talk about the new. The new people shits like uh like the Migos and shit like that and future like a lot of shit I don't like but there's some songs you just can't deny the shit is just is just a hot ass song. Yeah. yeah. All right. Y'all ready to move on to the next one? Yeah. Yeah. All got? right, we got one hit wonder. All right, favorite one hit wonder <laughs> in the 90s. Who wanna go first? Shit, fuck it. I mean, I'll go. I mean, it's just, it ain't a rap one, one hit wonder, but no, it's No, it don't gotta be no one rap one. Wonder. It's whatever yeah, you wanted to do. I'm saying one. one of my favorite one hit wonders of the 90s was, was Player Cheers to You. Mm, that was the jam. Did yeah, they used to play that skating? Did they play that at Altmore? I don't know if they played it at Altmore. They might have, but that's, that's probably, I still play that song till this, till the day. It's all instant, all of my R&B playlists. It don't matter if it's a nineties R B playlist or or now. It's, it's that's that's my favorite one of my favorite one hit wonders. Yeah, that's a jam right there. 
I don't think I got that on my playlist, but then the one dude died. The one dude died, didn't he? Yeah, Static. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, Static Major died. Yeah, the one dude died in a car accident or something. Yeah. All right, we back on R&B or whatever, because this is more my speed. I had to tap out of that okay. rap conversation. So, but they no, had, we, uh, they had a, no, this is just one-hit wonders. Yeah. But this is more because no, we were talking about hip hop. No, we were talking. We were talking about hip hop. That's why she tapped out. Oh, yeah. That ain't really her thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, un- it's understood. Yeah, so you did. Cheers to you. Play it. I used to be my jam though. They had the little video and everything. Uh, I was going to do a trilogy that one time. Why didn't you? Uh, there's a whole bunch of songs I was going to do. So you just got to, you got to have the inspiration. You got to find a view. You just like all the trailers can't be in the same backgrounds and stuff. And I don't uh, be, yeah. I don't be having the time. Well, it's starting to get dark later now. Yeah. But like through the winter, through the winter months, it get dark early. You can't, I can't go go outside unless I do it on the weekend. I got to do one. You got to get it. <laughs> Me too. I don't, I don't be know what to do. Though. I ain't that, you know, creative. So. Sure. All right. Hey, hey, it's just funny. It's just fun stuff. No, Quayle be, be doing the funniest one. He's retarded. Yeah, he be like he he be all the way out in left field. I don't do no stuff like that. He be in a freezer and he's retarded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I picked. Me and my dad was in the car listening to this yesterday jamming, but I picked Return of the Mac. <laughs> Listen, if I ever get married, I don't give a fuck. This ain't a marriage song or a wedding song. But y'all niggas better play this shit at my reception. <laughs> and I told my True. dad that we're doing a father and daughter dance to this shit. True. And he's with it. We're shout, making up a whole thing. Shout out routine. to Lloyd. Yes, he's with it. He's with everything. Shout out to Lloyd. He don't care. Cause he's he and my mom danced to uh, Dougie Fresh the show. Uh, what? Dougie Fresh the show. Nigga. Six minutes, Dougie Fresh, Jerome. That's my jam, <laughs> That is a jam. But... Me and Lloyd, we don't dance to uh, fucking Return, Return of the, of the Mac. Mac. I don't care. That shit is still a bop. Dude couldn't sing worth a damn. His lips was dry as hell in the video. But that shit's a bop. To fucking. be honest, I couldn't stand that song. I love that song. Well, you know what? When it first came out, I think it was like annoying as hell to me. Yeah. But now that I listen to it, I'm like, oh, the bitch lied to him. <laughs> you told him that you loved him. <laughs> and he was fucking lying to him. That's not fair. That's not cool. It's not okay. That's but not the cool. shit is a bop. I'd be in the car like, hey, bitch, you lied. Mm. You ain't shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're right. That's a bop. You're right. Play it at my wedding. I don't care. My husband just got to be <laughs> he honest. He just got a deal. I still love you, boo. Right. But me and dad, we It's not a this. literal return yeah, to the back. Yeah. It's just a bop. Me and pop's going to get this dance on. Right. Right. <laughs> Where is the dude, though? Is he still alive? I don't know. I hope he's alive. We got to research him. Yeah, we got to do it where they, where they got that one. True. I hope he's okay. Um, I took mine, like, all the way back. I did... <laughs> I did KP and Envy, Shorty Swing My Way. That was my shit. <laughs> they used to play that out. Yeah, that's a good one. They were the original Ren and Ten. <laughs> like, you never really saw that shit because it was a black girl and the white girl was singing. And white girl was singing. And she was singing. She was singing. Like, all she wanted to do was for you to come swing her way. Yeah. Come holler at her. That's it. She, she didn't want nothing extra. That's all she wanted from you. And that, I mean, that beat just, I don't know. Like, if that came on right now, I would have to go jam to it. Y'all Absolutely. just have to give me a little break. They always played that at They uh, played it at Armour. <laughs> Yo, Armour, that is a staple of our 90s childhood. Remember the silence? Rest in peace. 
skipping or is is the sound is off? It's probably I don't know. It's probably skipping. Probably is the the um the connection. The Wi-Fi. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Now would you? Please? But either way, that is the jam, and uh, I'm really sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. So we get over here shouting. Yeah, look that good, shout that good, shout that get enough for me. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, who, who else got last? All right, so for me, I chose Jump Around by House of Pain. Didn't it play uh, Mrs. Doubtfire? <laughs> was that a Mrs. Doubtfire? Uh, Wasn't that a Mrs. Doubtfire? Was it? Probably. When they was having a party for uh, Lil' Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, you know, outside of... I, didn't, I wasn't really on a third base wave. I know they were dissing Hammer back in the day, but... I don't know, I wasn't, you know. So my outside of the Beastie Boys, which I I knew they were hip hop, but songs like they style was like more rock influence, you know what I'm saying, as far as the instrumentation goes. Right. In the early days, before like Paul Revere and stuff came out. Right. Um, before they did the Paul Revere and stuff like that. So to me, that was my first my first time hearing a white boy like rap. For real. True. And it blew, and it was just like, when I first heard it, I was just like, wow. You know, I'm not saying that he, it was like so dope. I mean, we have another life, but whatever. I'm not saying it was just so dope that, you know, it blew my mind. But, you know. It was a dope song. It was a dope song, man. And then, like, you know, it was just a different video as far as I was used to seeing, as far as, like, the it was more. Used to seeing rowdy black folks and yada yada yada. It's a bunch of rowdy white folks. Rowdy white people. Fucking, <laughs> fucking bagpipes and you know they jumping around and like and the video was everywhere. The Celtics gear and it was it was it was one of those songs that you know like I said it appeared in movies. Uh, just everywhere. Jump around was just everywhere. It was. And at first I thought Everlast because I found out that it was Everlast. Who was the rapper, and he used to be down with Ice T back in the day, Ice T and the Syndicate. Before, um, you know, back when he was with Darlene and he had the power video and the long hair and shit. I ain't realized I was the same dude. Mm. So, you know, he had gained some weight and shaved the hair and all that stuff. But uh, but yeah, man, when I first heard that joint, man, I can't lie. Like, it made me jump as much as jump by Chris Cross. Like, it, it, it served a purpose. I jumped around. <laughs> they play that heavy on, uh, what's that satellite radio station? It's like the 90s and 2000s station. Oh, uh, what's it they called? Backspin? Backspin? No, no, no. It's not Backspin. Uh, it's, uh... Why? Yeah, yeah, that one. Okay. They play it a lot on there. Yeah, so jump around, man. It was just... It was a I, white boy anthem, but this shit jam. I almost <laughs> went with uh, Slam by Onyx. That was that was shit. the jam. I almost said no one hit. Was that one hit the jam? What other songs they got? They got a bunch of dope songs. They that got back the fuck up. Uh, they couldn't play the fuck part, but they got that. They got throw your guns in the air. Um, and see, yeah, this is like the part I missed because the only song I know by Onyx is jump is uh, Slam. Ah, man. Yeah, nah, they got some joints. Matter of fact, Fifty Cent was in one of their joints back in the day. Mm, see, I, see, that's what I'm saying. That's why I tapped out of the uh, hip hop conversation because that's not my speed. Yeah, the one dope song. What was that shit? That shit was on a on one of them Def Jam. Uh, the, 
Def Jam joints. I think that joint with uh, DMX. They had a song with DMX that was dope. Yeah, Sticky Fingers that dude, man. Yeah, Sticky Fingers is dope. Like, I used to, like, when I was in high school, <laughs> I used to listen to his album a lot. That Kirk Jones joint? Yeah, yep. The yeah. People in the State versus Kirk Jones or something like that. Yep. Cool. So what's your one hit one, man? Ooh, mine's, mine's was a uh, player. Cheers to you. Oh, that's right. That's right. So we did everybody. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did everybody. We're tired. I'm tempted to put that on. Uh, what's next? Uh, we got... We do, we we do stand-up. We have no, we, a stand-up special. Two. It's stand-up we special, and special and board, board game. game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can kind of tap out at stand-up because... Yeah. I have nothing really to contribute. Okay. And other than just liking who you like. Yeah. Basically. All right. Board games. Board games. The game of life. Trouble. Period. Trouble. Monopoly. Trouble. No, Monopoly. Monopoly's boring as fuck. Let me tell you why Monopoly. Monopoly (laughs) was my shit, man. No, Monopoly (laughs) cannot win this argument, and I'm gonna tell you the fuck why. Because number one, that game is longer than a motherfucker. Like you got to have all the time in the world to finish a game of Monopoly. Yes. Like that shit run can run on for days if you let it. And it is boring. And the shit just drags on. You gotta watch the banker. The banker might be cheating. I think Buddha's frozen. Yeah, but let's not front like life ain't long as fuck too. Life is a long ass game. But life actually has you thinking about some shit. You either gonna go to college or you just gonna go out here and wing this shit. Like it really do have you thinking. But it's still just as long. It could be long like Monopoly. Like not to me. Monopoly takes all. You got kids in the car and. (laughs) (laughs) Not kids in the car. See, like, like this is why I like Candyland. You roll the dice. You go up this mountain, go to Fudge Mountain, or whatever it is. You either go this trail, go that trail. You roll the dice. You got your little gumdrop cards. Skip a few spaces. You get to the finish line. Thirty minutes. You good. But that Serves game, that game could be. Game. My argument to that would be that game could be hella short. Like ain't nobody trying to play Candyland ten times because the shit only take five minutes. We're not playing it ten times. We like, play it once. Nah, no. It's like trouble. It's no, trouble. Trouble can last a little bit, but trouble gets real. Okay. I like trouble. We still play this shit. We this lost Booter. Booter, come back. Which one? Trouble's the one with the uh, with the ball in the middle. Yeah, you gotta pop the thing, the thing. and you gotta pop, pop a six, and if you pop yeah, another six, you can go again, and you gotta pick the colors and go around and the board. Around the board, and you gotta give all four to the home space. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. We used Trouble to play that fine. as a family. We used to hate Mitchell because Mitchell was like four years old beating the shit out of him. <laughs> and we used to want to beat him up every single time. He used to beat us every time. That's a shame. And we wanted to fight him at like four years old. That's we hated shame. him. And he still beats us. And now like we still play. And now it would be like my niece that beats us. But see, I for me, Candyland, um, that was a struggle game for me as a child because the moment somebody else what was she, the sugar plum fairy or whatever? The <laughs> moment somebody else got her, it was game over. I don't want to play no more. I don't want to play no more. And y'all and this game can go to hell. Like, my parents, it got it got to the point where, like, my parents didn't want to play with me anymore because the moment they knew I was losing, 
my attitude completely shifted. Like so I don't, don't even like play a with y'all. No that, that, so I'm absolutely a poor sport. I am absolutely a poor sport. Absolutely, I can blame the blame, game because blame. why would you have one character that can just jump all the way to the top of the board? That's some bullshit. Blame the, blame the player, not the game. No, blame it's the game's fault. The player, not the game. It's the game's fault. It's the game's fault. Oh, we lost Booter. He said it disconnected and it won't reconnect. Oh no! So we lost Booter. He can't even defend Monopoly. This is mm. this is dumb. But anyway. Monopoly lost anyway, so he's out of the argument. Yeah, Monopoly's trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's trash. Because if I'm the banker, I stay cheating. Um, run me this extra hundred out of the bank. I don't care. Trump was the best game. And but, I always had to be blue because that's my favorite color. Nah, life was the shit, though. And mm-hmm. you know what's crazy? I didn't play life as a child. I played life probably as, like, teenager, maybe closer to adult, and then the more I played it, I said, yo, this shit is actually kind of real. Like, you got to make these decisions for real in life. And I guess that's why they call it that. But I was like, damn. Okay, so I got my three kids in the back. Because I done fucked up somewhere along the line, and now I got these three kids. I don't think I've ever played life. You know, oh. No, I can't I play that. Play. I, I only, play, only play the fun games like Trouble and Uno and Sorry. And yo, only Uno will ruin relationships. I don't know why I, I almost pick that. picked Uno. I almost picked I don't know why it. I didn't pick that. Uno will ruin relationships. Like, it, no, because if I have this draw four, and if that means I can win before you, I'm going for it. I don't know what down. to tell you. And you're just going to be mad at me. You're just going to have and to be I, mad and, that's the and same draw thing these with scores. trouble Because if I land on you, then you got to go the fuck back. And I don't care if all your pieces are on back. And me and my niece have gotten into it. Like, you know, that's my, <laughs> you know, me and my niece are like this. But when I had to put her back, then she told me I'm a terrible aunt. And I'm like, hey, well, you know, well, you'll be Damn, my friend she later. Told, she told you you were a terrible mm-hmm. aunt. She's like, you're mad. She <laughs> told me I was mean. Oh, no. And I was like, well, you know, I love you. We'll, we'll just be friends later. Aw. Hey. You know, That's it is what it is. But then when she put me back, it's like, uh, ha. Like, I'm a fan <laughs> of teaching kids early how to lose. Mm-hmm. Because I'll play games with my kids at work all day. Yeah. Like, listen, when you get smacked or when you get spanked, don't take it personal. Yeah. You got to I mean, learn you how to take these hey. L's early in hey. life. You know what I mean? So when I beat you in Uno and I beat you in Monopoly and nope. I beat you in all these other games, I don't want you to take the shit personal. No, niece okay. and nephew told me one time I was a traitor because I had to put them back. Oh, no. And I was like, well, okay, well, you still got to go back. So At the end of the day, you still got to go back. Them's the rules. Yeah, that's how. Them's the rules. That's how I go. So it is what it is. I love y'all. That's how I go. We'll just be friends again later. Right. You know? Right. It is what it is. I love y'all. I mean... I, I love know. trouble though. I swear, like I said, we used to hate Mitch because he would be like four or five years old beating the shit out of him <laughs> on our little family nights. I swear, every single time he would get out, he would pop a six. And I'd be struggling. Every time I'd pop, I'd pop like a two. Yeah. Like, I yeah. can't get out. Nigga yeah. be just going all along the board. I'd be like, uh, okay. Like, it's fun getting into trouble. Ooh. No, it's not. Fuck you in this game. How about that? <laughs> okay, because I'm losing. Like, so, Laz, you're right. Make- I am a sore loser. <laughs> I take these L's hard, okay? I don't appreciate the shit. Yeah. I don't appreciate it at all. And so, you know, it started back in childhood. You know, if we playing Connect Four and I see that you about to win both ways, I don't want to fucking play no more. I don't want to play. And see, this is why I don't play real competitive games like Spades. I can't. Because... Y'all niggas get way because they're way too competitive. Way. Like I've seen, I've seen people almost damn near get into fist fights yeah. while spades. And I, I don't I, even I bother. I can't even fight, so I, I don't want to be in that setting. Just let me play. What I say? Trouble Uno, 
I play spades with the people that understand that I can't play spades. I don't even play at all. I don't know what they be talking about. I be trying to get my little, my mm-hmm. little, you know. I don't even play. I don't even know none of that shit. Trying to step my game up. I don't but... play talk. I don't play none of that shit. Mm-mm. None of it. It's going to be the simple stuff. And that's a shame because we went to black college right. and we still don't know how to play. Right. And you know what? I'm not ashamed. Fuck no, y'all. Anybody out there listening that's judging us because we don't know how to play space, fuck y'all. No, I'm just, I'm just fine. <laughs> y'all can come back and listen. I'm just saying y'all ain't got to judge us because hey, we don't know how to play space. Judge me. I don't care. Sure. Judge your mother. <laughs> how about that? Yeah, judge her. Judge her. So. Anyway. Well, that's a shame. I mean, I'm I'm sorry we lost Booter, but I guess this was the last topic. So Boots. It kind of... Oh man. Damn, I guess we gotta wrap the show without booze. But we still got Laz, our our second resident lamb. Yam. <laughs> when you tipsy and can't remember the name of your own damn show, that's a shame. Yeah, I did say lamb. I we start drinking wine at nine o'clock on a Sunday morning. It is the Lord's Day. It is. And you know what? Jesus turned water into wine, and so I'm just here <sighs> trying to Commemorate, <laughs> you know, Jesus' miracles. That's all I'm doing. This That's wine is doing. delicious too, ain't it? Praise him. Sure. <laughs> We're gonna do where they got them, girl. We had two hours. So oh, we need to okay. cut this well, shit. We can, oh. Yeah, we had two hours all and five right, minutes. Then. So we can do. <laughs> we need to rest this shit up. <laughs> okay, so this was fun. It was. It was. Um. So we. Uh, you know what? I'm just. Can we end the show with Return of the Mac because? Go, you know what? Go for it. If so. that's how you feeling, <laughs> put your shit on. Put your shit on show. Okay. All right. It's your show. Do what you want. Y'all ready? Because this is this is my favorite one hit wonder. I don't give a fuck how y'all feel. <laughs> I don't. Fuck it. Okay. Just ready? let it happen. Yeah, I'm ready. Hold up. There it is. There it is. I'm telling y'all, I'm planning this on my wedding. Whoa, come on, oh yeah, hey, sing for but I can't sit here alone, I'm telling y'all, that I'm back, I'm singing all the wrong ones, it's okay, what happened, I'm tipsy, that is hard, bitch, Cause I mean we can we can roll up on her where she at. I love you. Damn bitch. You lied to him. Yes, I tried. You lied. He tried. And you lied. He, he, he died, died for you. you. He cried. He cried for you, hoes. And he said, you know what? Fuck this. Return to the back. Run me my hoes. <laughs> where they at? Why are you my Here I am, bitch. <laughs> Once again, bitch. <laughs> Here I go, bitch. <laughs> All right, Joe. We, we out of control. We ending this shit right, right here. We'll catch y'all next time. <laughs> Love y'all. It's your yams and your yam. Your yam. All right, y'all. Y'all All be right. good. See y'all Try next time. Peace. See y'all. <laughs>